home sense. Why is it home sense? The prices make sense. Ooh, outdoor is in. Are those plates melamine? Pretty planters, pillows, lanterns. Pretty much everything outdoor. And the savings. What oh, makes sense to me now? Out save on outdoor. Find a store at homesense.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah okay, Outcast well, for the. Tw- cast, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now we're recording. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast for the 20th of September 2015. And this is, of course, is the flagship podcast of which you can find at podhill.com. So seriously, when you get a second, come to the site, browse our posts, a few others on Podhill Media, um, like Geek Dad Report. One of our buddies runs that there. Uh, we've also got the contact form, but there's also our email that you can reach us at uo at podhill.com, as well as text and voicemail 347-669-3377. Don't be afraid to get in touch with us. You can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Outcasts. Twitter at Utah Outcasts and on YouTube. Just search for Utah Outcasts. I think you're getting the trend here. Um, let's see. Uh, again, if you guys are most of you guys listening, I know are coming from iTunes. Uh, please take a few seconds and go to go there and give us a little bit of a rating on there. We don't care if it's good or bad. Ratings are ratings, and we'd love to hear back from you guys. Preferably, good ones though. So let's go ahead and get to the panel. Uh, the first up tonight, we have Kyle Steenblake making his triumphant return from wherever the fuck he was. I have returned from the Midwest. <laughs> the middle of the Midwest. The middle of the, the land Midwest. Of nothing. I think it's called BF, BFE, right? Yeah? Uh, or, a little bit. Uh, yeah. 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 I think kind Tolkien of. would have a, a different name for it. It'd be like, like Mount <laughs> the, Nothing. The, the Nowhere Lands. The Vast Expanse of Nothing. The, the Vast Expanse. The, the, plains, the, the Plains of Despair. The there place of despair. <laughs> there it is. We found it. Where does the rain fall there? Oh, never mind. Africa? Joke. Stupid joke. <laughs> uh, also, hearing that lovely voice there, we have our... Uh, let's see. What was it that we that we were going to call you this week? Oh, Queen yeah. Slayer. Slayer. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Hi. That's what you said, Twizzle. Hi. Uh, and then, of course, there's me, your host, X. You guys love me. You you know me. You love me. Either that or you hate me. That way, I you don't know who you. I really am. Uh-huh. Uh, we were supposed to have a guest panelist on tonight, but um, that didn't happen. So here we are. You get just the three of us tonight just talking to your lovely ear holes, and we hope you welcome, welcome us in. We, uh, do we have your consent? 
either verbal or written. Or you just nod your head. We'll, okay, we'll just thanks. assume consent. We'll assume here. that you nodded there. If not, you could just hit stop. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to be rapey and say, like, you can't talk. You can't tell me no. Stop means stop. <laughs> exactly. Do you want some tea? <laughs> so anyway, what's everybody been up to for this week? I know we're going to get into what's going on with the AFU here pretty soon, but um, I want to hear about what everybody else has been doing. So, Kyle, you got back from the Plains of Despair. Uh, okay. Um, it was not a uh, a pleasure trip. It was a, uh, a death in the family. My wife's grandfather. Uh, not a pleasant experience. We were actually trying to get out there before he moved on. Um, he passed in transit while we were in transit. Uh, so that, w- that wasn't fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we were going out there to say goodbye and we got out there. The no, is, was he an LDS chap as well? No, or is, no, no. Just a no, okay. no, no. He was he was a a good red blooded heathen. Oh, good. Oh, we love them. <laughs> he sad to see him go. He, he was a one of those complex individuals. I liked the guy, really did. Um, people had strong feelings for him, but yeah, I liked him. He was a really really nice guy when he wasn't being an asshole. As is the case with most people. You're, yeah. Hey, you're a really nice guy when you're not being an ass. Um, no. Oh, I was... get that all the time from the wife. <laughs> I love you. You're such an asshole. <laughs> um, yeah. uh-huh. it was yeah, it was sad, but yeah, he got he got sick. Things started looking grim. He got sent home. Uh, he decided to go home from the hospital because he wanted to do. He wanted to pass it in his own home. Mm. Uh, so we jumped in the car as quick as we possibly could and started driving to Red Oak, Iowa. Wow. Uh, birthplace of Johnny Carson, by the way. <laughs> which ex- Noted. which explains so much about his sense of humor. Um, Noted skeptic and atheist. Yes. Believe it or not. Yes. Yeah. Um, People out there might not, may not might not realize that, but he's a he was an atheist. Oh, good was, guy. It was a really really interesting trip and there's a lot I can get into here. Um but really, long story short, is it was a serious shock to our kids, who went from a pretty urban area. Oh, uh, yeah. I, so yeah, I live in the suburbs of Salt Lake City, <laughs> uh, a town of about twenty five, twenty seven thousand people. We went to Red Oak, Iowa, a town of five, six thousand. Wow, vast expanses yeah, of nothing. Yeah, it's, it's about an hour uh, southeast of Ogallala, Nebraska. So it's just over the border, not far from Missouri. It, that 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 town is the villain of the never-ending story. Here's the here's the really kind of <laughs> here's the crappy part about this. If the events that brought us there hadn't been such that they were, it would have been kind of nice. It was a quiet little town. Things were nice. It was really kind of pretty there. Iowa is, by the way, a very attractive place. It's green. There's nice rolling hills. It's not just flat. There's rolling hills. Oh, Vermont was pretty like that. Yeah, it's nice. It's, you know, you look at it, it's like, oh, you know, this is this is kind of place that'd be nice to spend, a, you know, a relaxing, restful weekend. <laughs> Is that east or west of the Mississippi? Uh, it's still that's still east of the. Or that's I west know. of the Mississippi. It's west of the Missouri. Ah, okay. Or Missouri. Missouri. 
Uh, Mazithra? <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just on the other. It's it's between it's between the Missouri and the and the Mississippi. Uh, Iowa Iowa is. But yeah, it's, you know you're in you know you're in kind of a small nice little town when the Wi-Fi in your hotel is completely <laughs> unsecured, like not even you know connect to it, and you have to log in to say, oh yep, I'm a guest. Nope, nice. <laughs> wide open. Wow. And I know from your uh, your trip back, you came back with some luggage for for me and Felicia, which we can't wait to <laughs> yes, scoop up from you. Yes, cannot wait. Which okay, he technically he, you didn't do this. We have to legally say that you did not come back from your trip with with alcohol for cheaper prices. No, no, I did not. Absolutely not. <laughs> he totally did not. That was that's totally illegal. You can't do that without paying the taxes no, on it. No, it is it is not a fraction of the price across the state line. It's amazing, <laughs> fucking amazing. I, I remember seeing the. That receipt that you found in the parking lot for like some fireball whiskey that normally costs so oh, thirty bucks for like a seven fifty milliliter that you can get here. Uh-huh. It was like what, fifteen, seventeen bucks or something like it was, that? It was That's... about fifteen. And then there was the one point uh seven five liter that I found the receipt. Yeah, the handle. For. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the handle that went for about twenty seven, which would go for like what, sixty here? That forty four degrees north vodka. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't get it here. Yeah. So. I'm trying to butter up my mom a little. That's her favorite. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't I'm... ask for anything for me. I'm like, <laughs> let me let me be nice to my mom for a second, and then maybe we won't have to be upset about anything. <laughs> you know what? But bringing that bringing that up, what really bums me out? My both my parents got like gastric bypass done like in the last year and a half. Oh wow! They can't drink with me. <laughs> oh. They can't anymore because it'll, just, it'll fuck them up like immediately. See, there's all the reasons why I need to keep, you know, keep on my weight because I really don't want to have to have that surgery because I really like my red wine. I really love my drink, which I'm not having too much of tonight. Anyway. <laughs> um, it's my Friday. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just I, 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 right now. I'm just saying I'll live with the consequences tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that was that was there's that was my last. Better, yeah, there's mm. some nights like that too. You're like. I'll make it through. <laughs> it's uh, worth after it. Last, <laughs> after last night of me going, you know what really fucking changed my life? This album. <laughs> oh, that was and then, awesome. And then hey, let's guys, see, I was trying guys, to... guys, can I share a life changing experience with you? Of course. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> listen to this album. <laughs> Which it's a complete mistake to listen to something like that when you're drunk snoozy. And you're like, you're just sitting there in a really comfortable spot with a blanket over you. It's like, yeah, I passed out. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's... I, sl- I slept really well for like five hours. It was great. And so did my wife because I wasn't snoring. Yay. So, everything's got a silver lining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Atheist of Utah, what do we have coming up? Sure. We have, I think we have one more thing in September. Well, but, well, yes, but. Oh, actually, quick. it's not an official event, but. Well, real quick. We... Yeah, it's not an event event. But real quick, I do want to uh, say thank you to Sarah and Matthew on the board for going out to Provo Pride and kicking ass out there. Uh, And then I want to add an additional thank you to Andy and Megan who volunteered their time. Uh, They're members and they live down in that area and they volunteered their time to come help out of the booth. And they were absolutely incredible and and everyone was really impressed. And so I wanted to say thank you to them. Um, But yeah, they're 
total. We've got some, you know, we've got the best people in the world in our group for sure. Uh, just, you know, friendly reminder to the community, uh, Sunday, September 30th, right? Nope. Nope. Not, the, no, sorry. Wednesday, September 30th. I was looking at the wrong <laughs> calendar, um, is blasphemy day. So get your blasphemy on. Then October 3rd, we have our good without God food bank event. Uh, so that is at 10 in the morning at the food bank. Uh, they, it's really, it really helps them a lot, especially not around the holidays to come in and help because, you know, all the church groups want to go do good around the holidays. That's not a joke. Yep. So what's, what's entailed in that? All the churches go and do good. Um, it, it, you don't know until you get there. Uh, you uh, could hauling shit. You could, so wear clothes toed shoes. No kids under 12. Um, and uh, be come prepared to be, do physical labor. You may be handling food. You may be just throwing around barrels. You may be helping in the warehouse. You don't know until you get there because they just assign volunteers based on their day-to-day needs for the operation. Um, because they re- they only have 40 employees. That's it Man, for the whole crazy. organization. So they rely really heavily on volunteers. Um but it, it it really does help them out, and they really do need people there on not the holidays. Um, then there's uh, on the 24th. Uh, oh, uh, sometime in October, tomorrow night, we have a Restore Humanity thing where they're going to be addressing who is the World Congress of Families. The World Congress of Families is a hate organization. They hate women and they hate gays. And they hate everyone who isn't them, basically. <laughs> who isn't a yep. white Christian male is really what you're looking at there. Um, and they're coming to Salt Lake. But Dr. Ben Carson says otherwise. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> anyway, so the World Congress of Families is coming. Tomorrow, Restore Our Humanity is hosting an event uh, to address who they are and what we can do to oppose them here in the state. Uh, that event is at, oh, of course, now yeah, it went away. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, I'll catch up on everything else while you're looking at that one. Uh, October 24th, the Halloween party at Piper Down. Woo! For the Atheist of Utah. It looks like it's going to be a really good time oh, there. Okay. Bring your bring your cash. Uh, join up and you get what, five free tickets for the bucket of booze that they're going to be doing the raffle and among other things yep, if you renew or get your membership five free tickets to the bucket of booze you can, can purchase can, you, can i renew early oh yeah absolutely <laughs> but you won't get your five tickets yes, you will. oh yes yes you absolutely <laughs> no, will no kyle won't oh <laughs> kyle gets 10 Yes, <laughs> I am the president after all. No, I'm just kidding. You get five like everybody else. And Damn it. I, I don't. Talking do... abuse of power. No, no abuse of power here. Sorry. Uh, we follow the rules. What good is power if you can't abuse it? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we also have the on October 30th, the Atheist of Utah Trunk or Treat. Do you guys have a location for that one yet, or no. is it still just kind of in the air? It's it's a while from now, it's, people. Don't yeah, it is, it. we got a while on this one, and uh, we're just trying to find a parking lot that will accommodate all of us and is free. So. Uh, and and always as always, you have Thursday nights at Mestizo Coffee. You have the the get together every Thursday at, at seven. Yeah, it starts at seven. It's a come as you want thing. The first Thursday of every month is game night. We play Cards Against Humanity and uh, exploding kittens. Now, yes, I've got mine. Okay, so uh, God, I'm so cool. Uh, kittens exploding kittens. Anyway, 
Um, so tomorrow is the Who is the World Congress of Families with Restore Our Humanity. That's at Salt Lake City Public Library at 7 p.m. So if you're looking to get more information about what we can do to oppose them here, once they come, obviously we're not going to do anything to restrict their free speech or stop them from coming, but we can actively oppose them. Uh, and if you wanted more information about what their organization does, and um, yeah, and they absolutely have supported the homophobia in Africa that has gotten people killed and stuff. They've they've gone over there, so they're really terrible. Oh, you mean like the the guy that's cur that's currently under investigation for hate crime, not hate crimes. What is it? Crimes against humanity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think he might be getting brought under charges by the Hague. Oh, good for Ooh. for you know uh, san sanctioning you know murdering gay people in Africa. You know, you should kill those gay people. Yeah. And of course, most poverty stricken and low intelligence, not low intelligence, low education areas of the world. They're going to tend to do stuff, stupid shit like yeah, that. Yeah, witch so. hunts and all that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and these people, those those people who have contributed to that are actually coming to Salt Lake City. And so we are going to protest them. Sarah suggested that I go as Miss Ashley Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but you wouldn't exist, though, because that site had no women on it, apparently. Ah, that's true. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I spent Wednesday night with uh, Dan and, and the guys from the uh, the Godless Revolution podcast, and with Forrest Shaw as well, doing the fucking marathon of the GOP debates. That sounded yeah, that, exhausting it, by the end Yeah, of it. it did. That was grueling. <laughs> well, like, I the kids table was time getting through the kids' table. No, I'm like Sorry, we had, we had energy and everything. We're like, kids table. Woo! Yeah, we're done. I finished my six pack. Like, I got, I got some pizza. Let's go. You know, and then like the the other one came up when we got to the uh, the the final level boss of the internet on this one, and we saw the time on the DVR. And you'll hear Forrest on the on the episode go and say, uh, "This thing's not really three hours, is it?" <laughs> and most of us are like, "No, no, no. There's no way it could be three hours. No, no, I don't think so." <laughs> it was. It was. It was three hours. Especially with the stopping, stopping. I mean, I didn't get, I got it, I got over to Dan's like it, um, like right around 6.15, 6.30. And we it, like almost immediately went to record and I didn't get up from that chair, like to leave, to go home until almost one o'clock in the morning. So it was a long <laughs> process. Damn fun. Damn good shows. Go listen to them. Just go, go look for uh, uh, Godless Revolution at, I think they're on Podbean, so you can find them there. They're on iTunes. They're all over the place. Love those guys, and uh, I, I think he's going to have me back again this week just to do a normal episode, which would be a nice change instead of having to <laughs> have numb-ass numb after six hours. <laughs> Those are good times. I think the next debate coming up will be the... I think it's a, the, the Democrat one coming up next. Oh, really? Finally? So we might, might all steal their idea, and we might all get together and go do something somewhere. But just us three, or maybe somebody else that we could steal. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll think about it. Anyway, we'll keep you up to date if anything happens with that. But now that all that shit's out of the way, um, the light news. L last week, we talked about that Georgia public high school that was under fire for doing uh, mass baptisms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the uh, Freedom From Religion Foundation is pleased to report that the that school district in Georgia has issued a statement de uh, determining that the Villa Roca High School, quote unquote, failed to follow district facility usages procedures for outside groups using school facilities. Mm -hmm. So it just essentially means, uh, yeah, we did wrong on this one. Naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs> and uh, 
We are pleased that the school district has publicly affirmed its commitment to keep religion out of public school events and concurs that the bizarre baptisms crossed the line, said the co-president of Freedom From Religion Foundation, Anna Laurie. Lori Gaylor, sorry, Anna Lori Gaylor. Nice. We would hope that the staff members who participated would be reprimanded and carefully monitored in the future and that the district would send out a memo re- reminding district employees that they may not engage in devotional events with students in our public schools. Like, how come that has to be reminded? Seriously? They know, you know better, don't they? They know better, don't they? They have to. You would hope. It's, but... not, it's not rocket surgery. But, yeah, that that's that was about what that was worth. Like it's like that's what I'm saying. Like it's obvious how stupid it is to do that, right? I just don't understand why why grown men. I think we said it last episode. Why grown men think something like that would be okay? I don't know. It just makes. Me but I'm glad they finally got finally got the finger wagged at him, and they finally yeah, well. Legs, but you know what? They're going to do it again in a couple of years because that nothing happened with that coach, and he'll do some stupid shit again. And yep, I good. once had a teacher who was a coach at my high school tell me that he wouldn't get on a plane with a Muslim. Mm. That sounds a lot like uh, Ben Carson saying that Muslims should not be allowed to run for president. Did you hear about that one? <laughs> did he really? Yeah, he yeah. did. Unfortunately. I'd bring up the quote and everything, but that's about all it's worth right there. Remember when Ben Carson sounded like a smart guy? Not particularly, seems... honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I wonder why they would bring that up. I mean, it can't be the kid that brought the the, uh, the clock to school. Oh, because I think I think we've proven now that the, that kid bringing the clock to school, Ahmed Mohammed, you know, they didn't actually think he had a bomb because they didn't treat it at all like a bomb. No, not at all. They were just picking on the Muslim kid in school. That's just <laughs> terrible. This will teach you to be a brown kid. This will teach you to be a brown kid and using your smarts to make things. <laughs> You're not allowed to get ahead. But I think, sadly enough, I think that... Uh, You're supposed to be uh, our Rick, taxi drivers and our show Richard and Dawkins. our maids. Richard Dawkins actually said some stupid shit regarding Ahmed Mohammed. Really? Yeah, he said, assembling a clock bought from components is fine. Taking clock out of its case to make it look as it look to make it look as if he built it is not fine. I don't think he, he did build it. He did build it. But the he's trying to say he, this man seems to know what he's talking about and he posts some random YouTube out there from some guy. Yeah, this uh, is exactly why Richard Dawkins is not our pope. He's not the yeah, baby. Yes, this is that's uh, an exact he, example of where I'm like Richard Dawkins can be all right sometimes, and I tend to like. Mm-mm. Let's keep in mind that Richard Dawkins is an aging old British man. <laughs> I, probably he's a privileged old white man, fairly racist and sexist. Honestly, he kind of yeah yeah, yeah I'm sure yeah he's a brilliant biologist. Brilliant, yeah. wonderful. He's, he's a, a he's speaker. a fantastic speaker, a fantastic writer. He impressed uh, everybody, but. Apparently, he was on the Late Late Show with Larry Wilmore. Mm-hmm. And, well, it was so funny because my buddy goes, well, he's an he's a scientist and he's an atheist. And I'm like, okay, Sam Harris, uh, Richard Dawkins. And I just start naming scientist atheists, right? And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, he was old and really, really British. I'm like, Dawkins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, 
And he and uh, apparently he made my buddy laugh. I'm like, yeah, Dawkins can be all right. But half the time I'm like, mm, no, shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm glad there's a a the the new atheist movement coming. I mean, he he is one of the four horsemen, and he was really damn damn pivotal for him for my atheism. I know that. But at the same time, we don't have authority figures in atheism. As much as Christians may want to think that we do, we don't. I, I'm so sick of that. Even even not Christians, even people who like who, who okay, people who like to have their beliefs, like their woo, right? Yeah, they like to go. Well, atheism is just a religion like anything else, except oh, yeah. it's not. You know, like bald being a hair hair color, and you know. Well, they're like because I because I caught that one from the grandparents a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Well, it's fun. it's honestly it's my quote unquote your spiritual belief, friends who always say that to me. Your belief is a non belief, and we we understand that. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. Damn it. It's just annoying. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, anyway, we've been over so, that. So anyway, um, back to the news items that we have here. Uh, there is a uh, what is what are they called? They're Pennsylvania State Atheist Humanist Conference, which is the pasta with an H at it. I really enjoy that, actually. <laughs> was that? Uh, they, they usually have a bunch of lectures. Uh, I was on the episode of a. Uh, godless revolution when they interviewed this guy on there and he was talking about doing a massive like project when they had everybody there for the con where they would have people actually like uh package uh food like food cases for um needy people that needed food nice and so they raised they had like a they had like a uh, not a kickstarter i think it was a gofundme or something where they raised money to because they found out how much each meal would cost and so they they raised about seventy five hundred dollars for the for the meals that they were going to make, which turned out to be thirty thousand meals. Mm-hmm. And so they sent all of those to the Central Pennsylvania Food Bank, and I just thought that was really cool that those guys did that. That that, that atheists are more idea. more open for their time to do cool shit like that for other people. I mean, of course you're going to get outliers going to be like, no, oh, fuck that, I don't want to do none of this, and you know. Well, of course, no, but that's that's fantastic, I, you know. Uh, actually, the Atheists of Utah is planning kind of something like that. Uh, it's obviously not at a convention, um, but we're working on getting together a couple of drives uh, and then having a big event partnering with the humanists and possibly the secularists uh, to have a bunch of people come together and put together care packages for LGBT homeless youth here in Utah and kids you know young children uh they're good there's good night packages they've got blankets and night lights and stuffed animals and toothbrush and stuff like that uh to give kids comfort and a sense of security in a homeless shelter so we're working to put something like that together so the you know this feeding needy people at uh at this convention i think that's fantastic yeah really good guys that did this <laughs> um let's see what else do we have? We have George Takei talking about our favorite lady, Kim Davis. Oh. <laughs> How she she's not Rosa Parks. She's George Wallace. Yep. Yeah. And for any younger people out there that might not know who uh, George Wallace was, he was the um, he was the civil rights era governor of Alabama that was against integration. After it had already like become the law of the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was exactly. So if you're right. if you're re- if you're really not sure. And sorry, desegregation. Yeah, if you oh, no, if you re- if you're really not sure who who this guy is, uh, do yourselves a favor and go find the recent film from last year, Selma, 
Oh, and oh, the, yep. the brilliant performance by oh uh, mm, mm. <laughs> see I forgot his name yeah, too. I, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. I can I have the internet I atheism can, go I can look this up I know his name available to me yes <laughs> no I knew his name I know his name I really enjoy this actor uh <laughs> I have a question. Uh, yeah, question for who? What? Yeah, you guys. What? Okay. What's up? Just, uh, you know, we, we were just talking about the internet and available to all knowledge. Do you, what if we taught students in junior high and high school critical thinking and source evaluation skills? Do you think college would become irrelevant? Mm, it's it's actually, it would, it would actually become close. Yeah. Uh, the only problem is there is still a very, very large segment of society that has to have some kind of evidence of your education. Right. Which is ridiculous. We're because... kind of moving away from that a little bit. A little bit. Just a yeah. thought. It was just a thought. <laughs> I am no, it's a an slight thought. college it's a graduate. I'm not a, I'm not a full college graduate. I'm a slight college graduate. <laughs> I got my associates out of the way. <laughs> well done. I haven't done that. But I do... Hooray! It's fucking pointless. It cost me a lot of money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what did it get me? A job assembling tables at Lifetime. So, <laughs> and it's uh, Tim Roth, by the way. Oh, okay. I wanted to call him. E I wanted. I wanted to say. E Eli I wanted Roth. to say Eli Roth, but I knew that was not right. Doesn't he have another horror movie coming out soon? Yes, he does. Uh, we can talk about that another time. <laughs> is, is he the one making the new Krampus movie? No, that's not him. That's um. No. Fuck, I can't remember. Anyway, sorry. Derail there. <laughs> Um, but anyway, college, yeah. yes, college. Uh, for the most part, I found college to be an extension of high school. Yeah. I, I didn't. I mean, the, I mean, I like the fact that I could choose to not go to class. I like the fact that actually, my two most valuable classes, and on it, honestly, I've taken a lot. Well, okay, yeah, the two most valuable, and if I had to throw in a third, vaguely helpful. Um, one, so the first, the two most helpful, seriously, biology, obviously. And humanities. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, for me. Humanities was an incredibly useful class for me in, in understanding critical thinking. I mean, I, I was already there, but the way they explained it, ethics and morals, how to evaluate what is actually very ethical, like good systems for doing this. Mm -hmm. Instead of me kind of trying to muddle through on my own and uh, and the understanding of the impact of art on society. So those were really important to me um, in biology because – it's biology <laughs> for for any of those um young minds that still may be listening to the show even though we're a bunch of old folks except felicia uh if you are if you find yourself college bound uh don't don't go to college to get the job that makes the most money for you that's the wrong approach to college at least in my opinion my humble opinion i, I should say unless you're unless you're aiming for something extremely specialized like engineering doctor unless unless you, know, you love it yeah you know if, if you're don't, yeah, if you're going for something specialized, you've got to you've got to do that. But otherwise, it doesn't matter. Do not go to college for something that you don't enjoy. Yeah, I have a friend that got a criminal justice uh, bachelor's degree, and he's not using it <laughs> because my, he didn't like it. My mom, but he, he he found himself sunk three years in when he finally hit that turning point where he's like, I fucking hate this. But he still had finished because he needed that fucking degree. Yeah, you know? um, I don't know anyone who actually works in the de their degree field. And I, um, when I was just starting to get back into college, and I realized that, I went, 
but I don't want to be that person. Mm-mm. Is that I don't want to spend all this time studying <laughs> something and investing time and loving something just to never do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that brings up an interesting question. If you had the time and resources to go back to college or to go to a college to get a degree in something, what would it be? Everything. Everything. Yeah, well, if, I, if I could, I would just go to school forever yeah. and never get a degree. I don't. I would never. When I when I hit that, I just take classes. When I hit that senior, not senior citizen, but like you get to be like fifty something, and Weber State will just give you pass, not pass. Oh, really? Like credits, like like where it's like dirt cheap, That's or amazing. like even free for some things. So because mm-hmm. I mean, they want they want like pe- people like with older ages to you know still because fucking science labs need people to do shit anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the information's constantly. It works no matter if what I could, age. I would just learn all the time. Yeah. So, but oh, yeah. the reality is that um the kind of career that I'm looking at. Uh, frankly, between my extracurricular activities, uh, you know, atheist activism <laughs> now and podcasting, those don't require degrees. I can be an atheist ad- uh, activist without any sort of degree, and I can and to, keep doing this podcast. To be completely honest with you, anything that I learned in my very short stint in a communications degree, um, nothing I learned there translates to now. <laughs> this isn't exactly public speaking. Right. I mean, and it's not really it's not really debating or anything like that. It's just a, a bunch of people talking into microphones and letting that stuff carry over the Internet to other people's computers and phones and everything. Yeah, Podcasting was a dream when it first started with simply me. Simply so. just free marketplace of ideas, this. And mm-hmm. then uh, when I was going to college, they didn't have iPods. <laughs> Can you believe it's amazing. It was pretty amazing because they had <laughs> iPods when I was in junior high. for for me i would have to go back and honestly the only class that i ever enjoyed going to weber state was japanese oh i love my dance classes too i should figure because i'm a giant weeaboo but i mean (laughs) but i i have a more of a i'm not the the anime manga kind of guy i mean i like that stuff but it's not the the reason i like the nation and the country and the all the culture that they have there i just found it fascinating and it was a from day one from the uh teacher that we had there it was immersive like she didn't do english very very much so she was better at japanese than english i mean she had the the stereotypical japanese accent you know the we we teach you in main it was that bad yeah. like she had a hard time with english but she she was fucking amazing and so by by the end of year two like it was the only class in 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 college that i got an a in the whole way through actually i i got great grades which is weird for me but uh, Not me, because I like playing in the union building more than going to class. Yeah, you know, um, I loved my... Never miss Japanese, though. <laughs> I loved my human sexuality class, although I got bored halfway You through. would. Yeah, I would. God. It's fascinating. And oh, anthropology. Fucking take anthropology. I would have loved to have taken it. Yeah, see, take okay, all see, the anthropology. This is what I want to do. I just want to take classes forever and ever and ever. I would take anthropology, and I really probably wouldn't be math-heavy at all. Like, yeah. But I want to take, like, science classes... And I want to take uh, more art, you know, I would love to do learn more techniques and oil painting. And I and I, I loved I the dancing in my diversity, uh, diversity of dance class, um, which was like, you know, dancing from around the world. But the subject matter was weirdly racist because diversity classes are inherently racist. And mm-hmm. 
Like from day one, especially in Utah. <laughs> from day one, I was like, "Ooh!" But and then, like when we learned African dance, a white woman taught us. <laughs> I was like, Check your privilege. and she was like, "I." She's like, "I have spent time in Africa," and she was very qualified. She was, and like, mm. I don't want to say that she didn't know it, but it's still, it was like, there's something weird about this. Does that like? <laughs> I don't want to say that a white woman can't study and be an expert in African dance, but if this is a diversity class, <laughs> can't we get an African in here? Like, it's like when I was uh, in in high school. I went to Fremont High School. For anybody that might be listening, cheer for that piece of shit school. But anyway, um, I mean, it's out in the middle of Plain City. If you don't know where Plain City is, like, you're a stone's throw away from like Smith and Edwards. <laughs> Yeah, it's no, way I, the fuck yeah, up there. I, it's way. Up. I know what you're talking. I know where you're talking about. That's why I laughed. Um, but anyway, the the German class that I was taught in high school there was taught by a guy that didn't have any kind of you know, he wasn't a professor of German or anything. He was just a nerdy guy that had that went on his mission to Germany. Oh, that was happy to be a teacher. So when we were learning German. As much as try as he might, when my uh, good friend Sasha Sasha Hortman, he was a uh, the exchange student for that that brief time that we had there, who actually expatted from there and became an American. Good guy. Uh, he's like, I don't know what the teacher's teaching this shit for. He's <laughs> like, you you speak it wrong, very very wrong. <laughs> uh, we had a German foreign exchange student too, Rosanna, and uh, her and I are still in touch. Uh, her English was perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I had a, had a girl to speak speak uh, Afrikaans too. That was awesome. That's a weird fucking language. Wow, in the middle of nowhere, huh? <laughs> yeah, out in Plain City, Utah, and she used to she used to love soap operas, and she thought it was awesome that I knew who the cast of All My Children was. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. When I got sick days home from school, I didn't get to uh, I didn't get to watch cartoons all day. I got to watch soap operas with mom. I can't believe Palmer did that. God. When is Susan Lucci going to get her Emmy? <laughs> Never. I think she did finally. I heard right. McDreamy died. She got the pity Emmy. She got the pity Emmy. She got she got the Yoke. You've done this long enough. <laughs> and we've done this long enough that we can go to our first commercial break. Damn. And uh, I, I'm going to surprise you guys. I'm going to have uh, a, a new segment that I'm, we're going to debut this week. And uh, we'll catch you after about, I think it's about three and a half minutes. Yep. So we'll catch you in a second. And now, it's time for a rant from one of your Utah outcasts. After spending almost six hours watching and listening to the GOP debates that occurred this past week, one thing to me was made abundantly clear. That the United States is filled with people who consistently vote against their best interests, who have political ideologies not based on any facts, and who simply go with what they were told to do and to believe as kids. It's easy to see how the RNC has become the party of God. Only people who believe that someone who is omniscient, omnibenevolent, and omnipresent, that loves you, but who will also let you suffer and burn in the fires of hell for all eternity for a finite crime, could ever believe anything that comes from the mouths of these political windbags who say things that just aren't true, sell people things that will never happen, and most egregiously, do it for their own self-interests. 
how any of the 15 people that I watched could stand out in front of millions of people across this great nation and say things that were absolutely divorced from reality, I'll never understand. Much like how I'll never understand the learned men who still hold religion in their hearts and attempt to tell us atheists that we are the ones who have it wrong. I am one to use rhetoric in discussions, because unlike many of the people on the right, I can back mine up with evidence. This country is in the middle of one of the largest sea changes it's faced in the last 40 years. It is nigh time for the pendulum of progressiveness and reason to swing back into our favor. It is past time for us to return to the era of the America's pre-McCarthyism. It is time for the nuns, the atheists, the humanists, the secularists to demand that this country take a hard 180 degree turn away from the direction it's been steering since the powers that be decided to fold God and religion into our politics. Thankfully, the generation that is here, the one that is of keen voting age, the ones with a little personal capital to burn, the ones who give a shit about this nation, out of reasons that come from us wanting to help each other out instead of selfishness, can make a sincere difference in the elections of this great country. It is important not only that we manage to put someone in the White House in 2016 that has a secular agenda, but that we make sure that every year to do the same. There are a whole hell of a lot more of our generation than the ones about to shuffle off this mortal coil. A lot of us who are looking toward the future with hope and dreams in our eyes instead of paranoia and fear that those of the greatest generation ever did. The world belongs to this generation, the ones who have grown up in a global community, the ones who were used to researching and fact-checking things that they are skeptical about. I personally think the scientists and engineers who brought us the internet for their great work, as it will be the downfall of not only the religious of the world, but also of the party that has the audacity of calling itself the Grand Ole and the Big Tent. You have marginalized every group in the world who have might have called your tent home, leaving you with the most racist, radical, afraid, and religious grouping of white people in this nation. Be afraid, GOP. After showing the world what you have potentially to offer in 2016, trouncing you at the polls will be a simple feat. And with my final closing word to all who may be listening, don't think your vote doesn't matter. Each election is counting on you not voting. They pay millions to make you feel like your voice does not matter. Don't listen to them. Get off your ass and do your civic duty. Go out and do what others had to fight for, die for, and get amendments made to the fucking Constitution for. The suffragettes, the immigrants, and the ex-slaves only wished for what you have today that you got without a fight. Make sure you use it. I can share the joke I got from a client once. Okay. Uh, so this guy, uh, guy, already off to a good start. Yeah. Kyle. Guy was talking to his best friend, um, <laughs> talking to his best friend and say, Hey, uh, this is amazing. I'm living the dream dating twins. Absolutely amazing. Best friend says, that's, that's really cool. But how do you tell them apart? It's like, that's, that's really easy. It's, simple uh betty has curly hair and bert has a mustache <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's a dumb one <laughs> i laughed way too hard at that one. Oh, hey we're back <laughs> oh goodness look at that
So uh, normally this is where we go into the heavy news. So I'm going to go ahead and angle straight into the conservative shithole pile that is, uh, uh, what the hell is the name of the Rowan County? Oh, where Kim yes. Is. Um, so anyway, the first same-sex couple went through and they had their marriage license approved Fucking by the clerk that was there. So uh, just want you to hear this real quick. They're, they're standing there and the guy's kind of talking to talking through the process. But you can hear people in the background listen to this. You want to Will you show us the license? Can you get it? Miss Kim Davis is trying to help you. Because these people in their minds think that they are going to hell. We're just trying to save you from the fires of hell. I said mm-hmm. I truly believe that, but it, I yeah. want to go there. Yeah, they just, they just yeah I would rather it. go to hell. Thank you. Yeah, that just that just reminds me of the that that Jesus meme that goes around every now and then, where he's knocking on the door. and says, "Hey, let me in. Why? So I can save you. Save us from what? From what, from what I'm gonna well, do? You won't. You know what, what I'm gonna do? Yeah, what I'm gonna do? To you? <laughs> let me in. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. But it just keeps on going. I mean, there's minutes of this. <laughs> Pathetic. May may mm. may Crom bless those two and their union for the shit they just went through. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for them to walk out and hold up the license. I'm like, yay! Yeah. It's gonna be really, it's gonna be like really disappointing to them, and they're really gonna have to deal with it when they divorce in seven years. <laughs> Look what we did! Look what we did! And and <laughs> three, yeah, seven, seven years, years from now, they're like, why did we do this? This is just <laughs> awful. Fucking can't stand you. If I remember correctly, and I really feel like I read this somewhere, but I can't cite the source. But it was uh, seven years is the average mm-hmm. first marriage. They should have clauses in marriages where, like, after seven, if you feel like you're done, you should just be able to walk away from it. Yeah, that would be fabulous. I mean, but, yeah, you can renew. I mean, it should be like a real contract, you know? <laughs> not just some open You have to, thing. like, re-up your marriage at seven years or walk the fuck away. Why not? That's <laughs> like a great plan, if you ask me. Except divorce no, is no fuss. Done. <laughs> like, yeah, our, like, okay, our seven years is coming up. What do you think? Yeah, and that's gonna, yeah. that, that, of course, would lead you to the to downfall do, of asking that question. Yeah, you, you, you know, have to do mandatory renewal or you're automatically divorced. God, that would be awesome. <laughs> Fuck, we forgot to renew. What now? Oh, uh, like, man. we're divorced now. So now we got to remarry. We got to file separately you, this time. Yeah, you you want to get remarried? I'm telling you, that would have no. made my life easier because seven years is really when we hit it. Like, it was like, and we made it seven years. All right, we're done. We're done. We're done. All right. <laughs> like I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, rem- I remember hitting seven years and seven years. We were like, okay, well, <laughs> now what? <laughs> it's like we're still here. <laughs> here's all the stuff that's really fucking terrible. But here's what happens if we decide to not keep going. And we're kind of <laughs> like. One, I, don't, yeah. I don't really ever want to date again. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. That worked out so poorly for me. I mean, <laughs> I really like did the dating thing, but yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I'm, not all right, yeah, so. no. All, all it, all it really took, like in the moments of like deepest, darkest despair, was thinking back on the dating pool. Oh, and going, well, I don't want to do that again. 
Mm. I just don't. Uh, I just go yeah, straight man. There horror. was a series. <laughs> there was a series of guys who came at me hard. Bump. Like, yeah, hmm. uh, it's amazing I can run that way. <laughs> <laughs> they just—it was like an onslaught, and I seriously um, considered not going around anymore. I'm not gonna be specific, uh, but I considered like not going around anymore because they were just so—they were so intense. Uh, and I called them the vultures. Should have gone after the barista girl. I should've. God, she <laughs> yeah, was you so have. cute. She was young. She was like, <laughs> you, know, you should have gone after her just for the fact that we could then hear that story. Yeah, 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 yeah. You and William, you two and William, you would love that story. Tell me again how she smelled. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotta say every every time every time you think, wow, this is gonna be a great story. Yeah, it's really not. No, <laughs> the fantasy is so much better than reality. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought she was cute. I didn't have a, like a whole like mm-hmm. thing planned out of my head. I wasn't like seeing us get married and adopting don't don't ruin it for us. <laughs> oh, you just like the idea of me and the blonde. Got it. No, all you, all you need to do to ruin any kind of lesbian fantasies you might have is just remember the uh, um, Mr. Mrs. Garrison scissoring the the lady on <laughs> South Park, the three hundred parody episode. Yeah. Oh God, let's scissor. Scissor me <laughs> <What> timbers. <laughs> so anyway, Kim Davis. <laughs> Imagine that bitch scissoring. Imagine that bitch scissoring. Uh, this is Garrison. No, she's she God. probably has to do it through a sheet, like she's, with all these crazy, like a pair of shop shears, isn't she? Man, like I don't want to like comment on her looks. No, I no, mean we're not, not like, really, but man, no, she's but like just... her personality sucks. The <laughs> just the way, uh, yeah, even the you way, know what? the way she carries herself. Can... Just man, that that woman just looks like a complete miserable person. Like I hear, I hear people talking about you know you shouldn't hillbilly shame. What? Why not? When did hillbilly shame become a thing? I'm oh, like, I absolutely. Of course, you should be a fucking ashamed to be a hillbilly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the guy that was on stage. I mean, as much as I don't like Huckabee and Cruz, they were well dressed for the event, and the fucking husband came up there dressed in fucking overalls and a oh, straw hat oh, with the was, green yeah, visor. He was in overalls and a straw hat. Fuck, Wait, let's shame the Harley fuck out Fiorona? of her. Fiorina? Fiorino? Fiorino. Fiorino. Yeah. Her yeah. husband walked up there like that? No, 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 no. no. Kim, Kim Davis' husband when she got out of jail. Husband number four. <laughs> husband four, who was actually and husband two. Overalls? <laughs> overalls yes. with the, like and a, a t-shirt hat. underneath. And t-shirt. And a straw hat with a visor And in he's it. not even a farmer. The fuck? <laughs> he's just from Kentucky. Mm. Yeah. But this, I can't get on their shame question on Kentucky because I've got I got friends that live out there and it's a cool place, but rent it's also the same suit. place with I it's guarantee the same place with a you don't need to rent a suit, rent a fucking polo. Oh yeah, just a polo. Just a polo. You can get polos at Walmart for like four bucks. Oh. Which she's making eighty grand a year she can afford. <laughs> God. She's making uh. eighty grand a year. Mm-hmm. Eighty grand in Kentucky. Man. You know that's like that's million that's that's hillbilly rich right there. That's like nearly. I can three say this shit because that I, I make. That's really seriously nearly three times that I make. Yeah. <sighs> so apparently Kim Davis has violated the the judge's order according mm-hmm. to a lot of people on the internet because she took the forms that had her name on it and trashed them 
and printed out new ones that don't have her name on there. No, that was part of the agreement, which is a stupid agreement. She should be fired. But that's not just well, no, they they, they haven't. They they said that her name has to be on it because she's the actual clerk, like the county clerk. The state like they, offered can, her the option to remove her name from it. But they, but they would they couldn't do it immediately. They, they did they affirm the, that law? Did they actually pass that? They had to actually pass legislation oh, for that. As far as, had, yeah, as far as as far as I know, she didn't. They they offered her that deal and she didn't accept it. No, she didn't accept it at first until she spent a couple of days in jail and then she was like, "Yeah, I'll take that deal." That's how she got out of jail. But she altered the forms herself, not like came down from the state or anything. Mm-hmm. She did it herself, printed out a whole bunch of new ones. Mm-hmm. And so to a lot of people, that is her interfering with the issuance of marriage licenses because these could be considered null and void. Uh, null and void because mm-hmm. they're not actual like city forms. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Well... Will she go back to jail? I doubt it i mean monday's coming up i mean this kind of all dropped on like thursday and friday so Can i don't she know just be fired already please we all wish but uh, yeah. elected official <laughs> why you have an elected fucking county clerk i don't understand Every, that one doesn't everybody doesn't everybody have an elected county clerk it's so stupid i know i know we do why does it have why does it have to be a partisan thing that's what i don't get it should i don't think it is it's she's not a democrat a, though well she is yes but the position itself is not a, a partisan position no, it's not. But I'm saying, like, it shouldn't be something that you're elected to do. No, it should be no. the most no. qualified. And the, only, to do. the only reason anybody knows she's a Democrat is because people fe- keep fucking parading that out there. Yeah, like that yeah, makes her some right. sort of liberal. <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. She's a Dixocrat. Dixocrat. So, yeah, fuck you, Kim Davis. You and your hillbilly ass. Yes, I went there because I have hillbilly- hillbillies in my history, so I can say it. That's my word. You can't <laughs> use that. There's nothing wrong with hillbilly shaming. I'm sorry. No, no you, we should not be valued. You can like, you can be from Kentucky. You can be from backwoods wherever the fuck in the middle of nowhere in the deep south and not be a hillbilly. Ignorance is not yeah. a value. <laughs> no, I'm it's sorry, not. Ignorance and uh, and being uneducated is not a value. But like nope. it's like Lindsey Graham in the debates. He's like war war. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this will be, uh, this will be the most time I've ever spent in a library. I'm like, and that's a good thing. Why Dude. the and why the okay, why the fuck did none of you point out that they were all calling it a library? library. I didn't even realize it. They were all. I swear to God, they were all saying library. And not one of them said Iran. And here I was going, like, I was making a comment about everybody's fashion. I'm like, fuck, it's a podcast. Nobody can see it. By the way, I really appreciated that. Because they always do that to women. They're like, and look how she's dressed. And you're like, Mm. look at this guy rocking the pinstripe. That outfit is all fucked up. And I'm like, thank you, X. Like, Bobby Jindal, your fucking lapel is wrong. What did you do? That is off. (laughs) Not fleek. (laughs) You You know what he did wrong? He deported his tailor. (laughs) <laughs> i think come the uh the the big table we had i think i was like i finally realized i'm like fuck here i am giving fashion your fashion correspondent x for <laughs> i appreciated the fuck out of it i think they should be critiqued on their look we're gonna send you to the next debate mr tyndall mr tyndall who are you wearing <laughs> I, think, I think the 
the best line that I made during during the whole the whole fucking debacle was talking about a uh, uh, Kasich's neck having that vertical slit in it, like he's from the from the stand, oh, not the stand. What is it? The uh, the strain. Oh. And Dan was like, "Yeah, I watched that show too." <laughs> oh fuck! You know what that reminds me of Trump. I I finally nailed down who Trump actually looks like. Trump looks like one of the uh, one of one of the space navigators from Dune, from the Navigators <laughs> Guild. We have just folded space from X. Guy with guy with the vagina face. <laughs> <laughs> I see things within things, plots within plots. Sorry, Dune's kind of my shit. I fucking love Dune. <laughs> it's one of my favorite books and movies. And even though the movie sucked, I still loved it. God it didn't it. suck. It did not suck. All right, all right, you guys. And yep. right now, hold on. Mm-hmm. 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 Drink. Four hours later, I drank that whole <laughs> damn bottle of wine. <laughs> I had a really big dinner. Otherwise, this would be affecting me a lot more. <laughs> I had it took dinner four early. hours to do it. <laughs> and uh, after having that one beer, I was like, man, I'm ready to get the party started. Come on. <laughs> good, good times. Damn, I don't... So, I really must have had a big dinner because I I have recently drank a whole bottle of wine to myself and I felt that shit. Like I was like, oh fuck, oh. I am and not doing I, anything else. Clear my schedule, Jeeves. <laughs> I'm pretty all right at the moment. <laughs> so that was a really big dinner. <laughs> you you always wait for the turn. You're like, okay, this could get bad. <laughs> yeah, this could. At this point, no, nah, I'm gonna be all right. But I could get more drunk from here. <laughs> Okay, so um, okay, the the fucking legislatures are are trying to shut down Planned Parenthood, and they're they're threatening to do a a government shutdown if they, if they if the the bill is vetoed. Yeah, please do which, it. I'd I love mean, a day off. They had already passed it, but you know it's going to hit Obama's desk, and he's going to veto it. You of know, course. like every other fucking stupid rhetoric, fucking law that these guys try to pass. And so Elizabeth Warren has some marvelous words that I want you guys to hear about how we can silence the critics of Planned Parenthood. So just go ahead and give her a listen here. Do you have any idea what year it is? Did you fall down, hit your head and think you woke up in the 1950s or the 1890s? Should we call for a doctor? Because I simply cannot believe that in the year 2015, the United States Senate would be spending its time trying to defund women's health care centers. And let's say that's oh. exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not them defunding abortion clinics. No, it's not. No, these are women's health. Women's and men's, but honestly, primarily women's. But they do do men's health. They do. Health care centers. That's what these places do. That's what I've always gone to them for. In fact, in Utah, they don't do abortions here. No, they don't. They don't. They, they refer don't. you to wonderful, safe facilities to do them. Mm-hmm. I've had friends that had vasectomies through Planned Parenthood. I almost yeah, did. There's a reason they're right there by most hospitals. Yep. You know? there's, there's I almost had one there. Mm-hmm. And they do it on scale, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's great. Only reason I didn't actually go through with mine is because I just fucking couldn't. Could I go to a vet- veterinarian and be like, spare no, yeah, I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't cope with the, uh, the, need, the, ball the, the needles and the knives and the oh, cutting and I couldn't, oh no, I, <laughs> you, I pass out when they take blood. Oh. Buy me a fucking river. Do you want me to explain in depth the process of having an IUD inserted? Because fuck you. 
I love okay. you, Kyle, but don't. <laughs> don't. you whipped out on that one. Oh, no, okay. I absolutely, except for the fact that I whipped out on that one. <laughs> I, back, I'm back owning to, up to that. Mrs. Warren here, here we Let's go. Let's be really clear about something. The Republican scheme to defund Planned Parenthood is not some sort of surprised response to a highly edited video. Nope. Thanks. The Republican <laughs> vote to defund Planned Parenthood is just one more piece of a deliberate, methodical, orchestrated right-wing attack on women's rights. And I'm sick and tired of it. Women everywhere are sick and tired of it. The American mm -hmm. people are sick and tired of it. Every single year, nearly 2.7 million women and men show up for help at Planned Parenthood. Preach, sister. People use Planned Parenthood because they're nonprofit and they're open. More than half of Planned Parenthood centers are located in areas without ready access to health care. And yes, 3% of patients visit Planned Parenthood for a safe and legal abortion with a doctor who will show compassion and care for a woman who is making one of the most difficult decisions of her entire life. So there's a lot of people that say that, you know, these abortion queens, you're like, oh, I use abortion as my ca my contraceptive. No, that's that, so no. incredibly that rare. Happen. That doesn't. That just, even even heard, if it's a, that, that practically doesn't person. happen. Yeah, it's even not. if it's a statistical outlier, if you're looking at the bell curve, you're looking at the 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 point where it reaches infinity. You know. Yeah. <sighs> okay, she has just a little bit more. But just to be clear. Even though the abortions performed at Planned Parenthood are safe and legal, the federal government is not paying for any of them, not one dime. For almost two years, the federal government has prohibited federal funding for abortions, except in the case of rape, incest, or life endangerment. The Republican plan to defund Planned Parenthood is a Republican plan to defund women's health care. Yeah. For my daughter, for my granddaughters, for people all across Massachusetts and all across this country, I stand with Planned Parenthood. God damn, can we get this lady as president? She Maybe not this go around chills. 2020. That she'll was, be there. She, she ended with, I stand with Planned Parenthood. Ooh, yeah. fuck yes. Preach, sister, preach. I, Fuck you, I, Ted Cruz. Yeah, I personally love that she has said, "Nope, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna try running for president. I still have work to do where I am." How fascinating is it that these those fucking douchey ass Republicans at the GOP debate couldn't even come up with a decent answer for who they'd put on the ten dollar bill? Mm -hmm. As much of a non sequitur kind of question it would be, how fucking hard is it for you to think of a influential woman in America? Uh, dude, my mom. My mom. My mom. And Fucking Margaret Thatcher. I, Dude said Margaret fucking Thatcher. I Yeah, I can't even fathom <laughs> that one. Fuck. How many, was it two or three of them that said, my mom. <laughs> fuck you and your parents oh, or mother. Fuck you. Aren't we over there? Exactly. That's like a grade school answer right there. How about that? How about that woman? And I, god damn it. I always forget her name because you never hear her name. Um, but she was the one who came up with the crystalline structures for DNA. She did the crystalline photography. Ooh, yes. Everybody to the Googles. <laughs> yep. 
you Google that. I'm Googling Indiana shutting down Planned Parenthood and uh, <laughs> having an HIV outbreak. Rosalind Franklin? <laughs> yeah, Rosalind Franklin. DNA. Yes, 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 Rosalind. Rosalind, yeah. Rosalind Franklin. Rosalind Franklin. Like, she, she fucking found the structure. She proved it through photograph. And, and, and uh, Wallace and Crick... Were the ones who looked at it and went at and when we're like, oh shit, that's what it's actually in a helix. But she took the pictures, and mm-hmm. she got completely snubbed. Uh, how about the woman that uh, found out who proved genetic transfer through corn? I mean, even I mean, you have um, we have like the Susan B. Anthony dollar. We have the. Was it the Sacagawea that we have on the dollar? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Is it the... I mean, didn't, but even didn't there's, Sacagawea there's like... uh, supplant Susan B. Anthony? Yeah, she became the the gold, so yeah, like yeah. the gold dollar. Mm-hmm. Well, not really gold, but you know. But you have just so many other women. I mean, we've got Harry, and one of them said Harriet Tubman. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, okay, that's that was easy. good, that's good, good one. Good you one. have Louisa May Alcott. Come on, that's not even a hard one. I mean, someone they said fucking Mother Teresa. That's not even an American. She's not an American. Well, neither is Margaret Thatcher, but fuck. Well, yeah, okay, Margaret Thatcher's a no-go, too. Sorry, I wasn't really listening. I was looking for... Eleanor (laughs) Roosevelt? I mean... Yeah. Georgia O'Keeffe? Amelia Amelia fucking Earhart! (laughs) Amelia Earhart? There's a great one. Uh, Carol Danvers! Carol Danvers! (laughs) <laughs> thousands upon thousands of fantastic scientists and artists and philosophers and thinkers that were female for fuck's sake. They're, well, yeah. the thing I like, one of the neat things about learning Japanese culture is, you know, learning who they have on their money. They have like artists and writers on their money. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Artists and writers transfer ideas. I mean, and we slightly have that with having Ben Franklin yeah, on the $100 bill. Almost. Which I still giggle about because the dude's on the 100. You know, like the, one, of the, one of the largest currencies we got and he's like, bitch please, I'm not even a president. Yeah, <laughs> nope. yeah I'm on the high. Had- I had syphilis five times. <laughs> all the sacks. All the sacks. Had all the sacks. turkey. The national bird should have been the turkey, which is so Loved the turkey. Oh, Loved yeah, the no, beer. I really- wish that was our national bird because that's only found in North America and it's fucking delicious and as it's a food gluttonous person as fuck, dude. <laughs> oh yeah gluttonous as fuck fucking love the turkey I we have a specific it. holiday where we overeat how fucking American <laughs> and by the way I actually hate we remember it fe- we remember people that are starving by eating too much food I actually <laughs> hated Thanksgiving turkey until my mom discovered brining Oh, yes. I I hate Thanksgiving turkey until the deep fry thing happened. I fucked the deep fry. Brining is the secret to a fabulous turkey. Mm -hmm. And now we do a, uh, what is it, like a, like a, fuck, what is it called? It's not frying, but we like, you, you cook it in like the cylindrical, like, like, it's like a thermos kind of thing where you heat it up with propane. Mm -hmm. IR heats it up and it's really fucking good. You guys want to guess what I made for Thanksgiving last year? You want to guess? You want to guess? Go ahead. Something. Cheese? Was it, yeah, was it, was it cheese? Yeah, something was cheese. It was mac and cheese. It was mac and cheese. Was it? Was <laughs> it a cheese turkey? Was it? Was it a cheese turkey? Was it a, 
The Chi Turkin. It was not the <laughs> uh, I had this dream of making this truffle mac and cheese with this raw milk farmstead oh. truffle gouda that we bring in for the holidays. Stop. And it like gives Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> And... Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a food reaction. Uh. <laughs> I have a way of doing that. <laughs> so anyway, oh, shit, we get back to the topic. Um, heavy news, heavy news. So who do we, we, have here? we were talking, we were talking <laughs> about plan, we were talking about Planned Parenthood, um, and, and we should evolved into mac and cheese. It devolved into mac and cheese, but we should, <laughs> but we should migrate back because, because there, there, there is, there is an issue in Indiana. Where they actually did defund Planned Parenthood, and now they are <laughs> now they are coping with an HIV outbreak. Are you shitting me? No. Yep. The consequences are fucking real. Yeah. That's wow. Terrific. It is terrific for those people. It is. Fuck. And, and you you can't even be like ha 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 ha. <laughs> you defunded. No, Planned you Parenthood can't. And because now the people you, and who now you have it are the ones yeah. who have HIV. Yeah, if it was like a gonorrhea outbreak, then you could be like, ha, ha, ha. yeah, gonorrhea. Like, ha, like here's some pen- here's some penicillin. You know, you're all better. Uh, but yeah, that's what happens. Well, no, congratulations, Indiana. You defunded Planned Parenthood, and you have just killed mm-hmm. a bunch of people. You fucking and literally killed people. If they God don't damn. die, it's a lifetime of fighting. Yeah. As well, yeah, no, and I'm, you know, I'm not. Nobody can afford even, those injections of money. I can't you know? even. I can't even say that with the hint of 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 humor and irony because I have sat in a room with somebody dying of H with not dying of HIV but dying with HIV because you don't actually die of HIV. You, you no, it just fucks your immune system yeah. enough that like a, a common cold can <laughs> wipe you out. Yeah, no, uh, it's not pretty not pretty in the slightest in any imaginable way it's it's horrific so speaking of horrific things let's uh let's <laughs> move to the uh the true church of christ you know the uh, the, uh what is it the the catholic church oh we're gonna, we're God, gonna start having true church of christ and i was like all right which one because they <laughs> all say that well i mean these guys have the oldest claim i guess yeah that's true <laughs> oldest official yeah. So Pope Francis, the PR oh, Pope. So he, he can he can go guy. fuck himself on that giant crucifix that they hang that that sexy yeah. sexy Jesus on, the one with the chest hair and everything. Mm. Um, he has blasted religious institutions who are exploiting tax loopholes to make money instead of helping the needy. You know, like the Catholic Church does. Yeah, you mean um, like with their so, giant treasure troves of art and artifacts. He says that the Pope discussed the need for Christians to fight the temptation of the God of money as he is wearing those really expensive shoes. No, he's not wearing the Prada yeah. shoes. No, no. The gold yeah, finery. He, he, he downgraded. Yeah, maybe he, still, he did. He still got some nice shit. He's yeah. still, yeah, living he's still, he's really still nice driving place. around in yeah. a Mercedes Benz Pope mobile. No, no, nothing he says. Nothing he gets about the fucking Vatican. Doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's not let's talk about who has real belief in God when you're driving around with a bulletproof fucking Pope mobile. You know how petty is your God that he can't save your fucking your Pope? Your Godhead. 
Yeah. You're the mouthpiece of God can't be saved, so they have to have bulletproof glass. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing says nothing says ha atheism <laughs> more than that. <laughs> Sorry. So what he is saying. <laughs> what he's saying is that some religious orders say, no, now that the convent is empty, we are going to make a hotel and we're going to have guests and support ourselves that way and make money. But if that's what you want to do, then pay taxes. So he's trying to say, like, if your church is, is more of a front for a business then pay your taxes. Which I can't disagree with, but I'm also of a very staunch tax all the churches. Yeah, just tax all of them because I don't you see know, how we can distinguish. It, fuck, it tax makes everybody me sick tax everybody and everything. That fuck I it. drive, I drive past taking my kids to school in the morning. I drive past at least seven or eight like steakhouses. I mean, not, not steakhouses. Sorry. What do you take uh, the short way to church? And, short and road a couple to of work. Steak... Yeah, no <laughs> it's, it's more than that, I'm sure. But every single one of these fucking pieces of property in the state of Utah, they don't have to pay any property taxes on Mm-mm. oh you mean those ones that are not massive on school grounds yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> those ones massive massive fucking pieces of property that they're not having to pay property taxes on massive and like we're talking in good fucking neighborhoods too mm-hmm. so so plots of land that would normally cost you know I, i've been looking at uh places near where my kids go to school and we're talking like a cool half mill to live out there so it's nice fucking property and they have a church that's next to a church. Like, we're talking, like, parking lot is shared by two different fucking wards. Mm-hmm. Are you shitting me right now? No. Nope. <laughs> that's I mean, they may have, like, a little, they may have, like, a little, like, bumper, like, thing in the middle of it somewhere. But it's still one giant fucking plot of beautiful land being reserved for ward houses. This is what that's it is. This is, this is what it is to live in the suburbs. Yeah. And those, and those buildings... Those buildings are vacant most of the time. So much. And they so, and they like, do, yeah, they don't they don't let the community use it. Nope. Yeah. It's terrible. It's a, just a giant waste of space and time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ugh. So anyway, fuck Ugh. you, Paul. Uh, <laughs> uh but there was another news item that came out this week which i i specifically wanted to bring up just to get people's reactions on uh there's a catholic bishop by the name of uh robert cunningham from new york who was testifying in a lawsuit in 2011 so yeah a couple of years old but still really fucking worth hearing um he was asked the simplest question in the world and it botched in the worst fucking possible way so uh the, there was a lawyer that asked cunningham whether in the eyes of the church if a child molested by a priest has committed a sin. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, so shit. Father, Father Cunningham says that the boy is culpable. <gasps> he did not. <laughs> he really did. Oh, it's God. Please, 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 please tell me that somebody, some human person was in the vicinity that said, ha, ah, whoa, hold on. Think. <laughs> Who said fuck you? Fuck you. Think, think so about the late, words later in the, in and, the and then speak. Think about the words first, then speak them. So later in this deposition, he backed off the statement a little bit, saying that he'd have to know the child's role. No, you know, <laughs> you said child. You said so, child, not adolescent. You fucking piece of shit. 
Well, I'm I'm gonna do the butter voice here. The B the I I, I have too much butter. I um, well I mean without knowing the circumstances completely. Did the boy encourage? I mean, did he go along with it in any way? <laughs> I wouldn't. I let's see. The uh, the lawyer asked Cunningham if he could imagine any circumstance in which a 14 or 15 year old boy could be held responsible in the eyes of the church when a priest asked him to engage in sex. He says, oh, I, I would not, obviously, but w what the priest did was wrong. You're asking me if the young man had any culpability, and I can't judge that. Do 14-15-year-olds have active sexuality? Yes. Does an adult have any excuse to act on that? Never. I was definitely taking long showers at that age. Never. Never does an adult ever had the right to take advantage of those ki those kids. They're adolescents, yes. But you know what? The priests haven't just raped adolescents now, have they? <laughs> Man, what a what is just a giant piece of excrement. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Fuck that guy, man. That's terrible. Um, we have a, uh, a fun little piece of dialogue that we have here from, uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Anyway, he's a uh, he's a guy that sells like end of times you know, supply kits. We talked about Judgment Day kind of shit last week. Uh, but he has warnings for people that are um doing this food storage kind of thing. So here we go. One second after tells us all hell breaks loose when the world comes apart. One second after is the name of the book that he's trying to pimp here. If you have food and the gangs know it, they will come for it. The gangs. <laughs> the gangs? Yeah, it's like, okay, who wins? The people that have the food storage or the guy that has the gun? <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. The guy with the knife. <laughs> Sorry. Other people, your neighbors, your sweet, sweet neighbors. Don't tell them you got food. Unless they're part of the team that's your your little group of people. Which is going to be fun to talk about here in our main segment here in a minute because I felt like an outlier in my own neighborhood. Amazing. That you trust. As long as they're being fed, they probably won't turn on you. But, you know, the, the Bible says they're going to eat their arms. The Bible says they're going to eat their babies. Mmm, baby. <laughs> mm, sweet delicious baby uh, if i was hungry enough i wouldn't fucking eat my arm <laughs> no. no well maybe if it was no, already detached and lay in there but you know i mean unless i had some sort of tragic accident where yeah. i fell into a deep fryer you know <laughs> well and i held it there for like yeah. 20 minutes you know <laughs> well my arm's already cooked well, it's already cooked to deliciousness it, it, it's a sin to oh, waste it smells it. good <laughs> <laughs> hey bud what do you think about eating your own arm i would do it in a pinch <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm looking at my arm right now going that ah, fuck hey that looks kind of i kind of want it though left arm only the right one bud, where's your podcast? <laughs> we're 13 or 14 episodes in where's your shit god damn it mm -hmm. okay back to this guy then it says they're gonna eat their children that's what people do when they get hungry. So Jim Baker's really 
fool because he's telling you to store food. If the Social Security checks don't come, it's a long pause. <laughs> I'm not talking about atomic bombs. I'm not talking about tornadoes. I'm not talking about tsunamis. I'm talking about the government's already broke. How come you have more trust in an the, even our money setting, God we trust, but the government don't mean that anymore. That's probably against the law to say that in our country. Persecution complex. Yay. Who is this guy? <laughs> His name is, I think it's Jim Baker or Jim Backer. What? I can't remember the guy's name. What relevance does this man have? So, Who in, is anyways, this? this is like a giant like infomercial kind of thing for building up your home food storage. We're talking like the, the five gallon buckets of food that you'll, that'll taste like shit for the 80 years that you're eating it, you know, (laughs) but at least it'll provide sustenance. You know, you know, you can boil carpet and eat it too. Mm. That glue, you can eat the glue. (laughs) Just have to soften it. Nah, this is crusty brand gruel. (laughs) crusty brand imitation gruel thank you very much (laughs) so um i don't know if you guys know who mr deity is he has a fairly successful youtube channel i mean at least in my eyes because the guy fucking makes me crack up every time i watch it (laughs) um but he uh he's he's talking about living in the post-christian america because there's a couple of news articles coming up like from Time Magazine and stuff saying that we are living in a post-Christian America thanks to the whole Kim Davis thing. But he says the one line where I think people could really take it to heart. Friends to post-Christian America with a few <laughs> how to behave in a secular, pluralist democracy since they clearly don't seem to have a clue. It says religious liberty. Freedom guaranteed by the First Amendment does not mean that any given religious person is exempt from the laws that govern our society. However deeply held your religious beliefs may be, you do not have the right to kill your cheating husband as the Torah demands, nor do you have the right to stone your daughter for being sexually active. Your right to worship is limited to what you do and what you believe. That's it. And the second your religious beliefs infringe on the rights of others, well, that's a violation your fellow citizens will not take lying down. Which is obvious because we're fucking winning. (laughs) Muslims working at the DMV don't get to refuse driver's licenses to women, and Jains aren't allowed to deny your Christian men permits to own a gun. So sit down and shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking love this guy. And he I, says it a couple know. more times throughout the video, but <laughs> he says it so succinctly in, in a way that I can never script anything. I just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That was fully appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nobody else believes, this is goes back to my whole rant. Nobody believes in anyone else's faith. Nobody has faith in anyone else's faith. We just have the, like, this vague, like, value of faith in this country. I've, I've heard atheists do it. No, I value faith in other people. Why? Bullshit. <laughs> Nobody values faith. You shouldn't value faith. Should not be a virtue. Should no. never be a virtue. It's not. It's not a virtue. No, it's a weakness. If anything. Mm-hmm. 
which will bring me to another discussion here in a little bit. But <laughs> let's see. What are we sitting at here for time? Um, hey, we're at 40 minutes. Break That's time. a good time for us to take a break. Take a break. We'll be right back. Oh, I got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Do you keep your doubts about religion to yourself? Do you have questions about God that you never ask? We have a better way. American Atheist offers a diverse community for people exploring reality religion-free. American Atheists is leading the charge for equality and the separation of religion and government. Join the most vibrant atheist community in the country. Your voice matters because equality matters. There you go. You're recording now. I think it's recording. I think so. Yeah, there it is. I see the person. Are we, are we recording? I think we're recording. Okay. Why are we whispering? I don't know. I could be as loud as I want. I don't think we want to scare the frying meat. <laughs> seriously folks there was like meat frying a second ago Felicia boy toy was like cooking something it's a good way to put it does it smell good there mm. I don't know he's probably good. cooking for his dog mm. what Fr- fry yep. that meat I forgot that's a thing fry that's it. a thing folks fry it it's not it's his dog just is making noise, so I think he's probably <laughs> just picking up something that's about to go bad, and he'll probably give it to his dog. Okay. So it's not like one of those people who like cooks regularly for a dog. His dog, it's more like, hey, fuck it. <laughs> well, especially when it's like ten minutes to midnight in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I keep weird hours. Fuck you guys. Don't talk about me this way. Yeah. I'm frying. Oh, that's just wrong, frying meat at midnight. Mm. Well, you know, sometimes you just need a good. <laughs> a good steak at midnight, you know. If I wasn't slightly inebriated, I'd probably <laughs> drive to the uh, Rancheritos and get me a fucking big breakfast burrito. Be I delicious just finished right off my tortilla from my uh, my uh, what is it? Oh, I'm forgetting the name now. Salad, giant Mexican salad. Ah, uh, but American. We Mexican. need to. Uh, we should uh, Cafe Rio. take it. Take an episode two. To talk about food in Utah one of these days, you know, <laughs> put put the atheism to the wayside for an episode or two and just talk about all the cool shit that we have here in Utah. Oh, yeah, there's tons. I could talk about because believe it or, companies believe it or not, people outside of Utah, this place is fucking cool. I don't yeah. care what you say. It, it It is a mini New York City in Salt Lake because of the fucking giant melting pot that's become there. Especially we have one of the uh, the most fr- gay friendly like cities in the whole nation, which is fucking cool. It's oh, yeah, so weird. Do. But not just gay friendly, but man, I could talk up some of these incredible local companies, especially when it comes to food. Oh, oh man, I I'm I'm a bit biased because I have a uh, uncle in law that uh, imports fish daily from uh, like San Francisco and stuff. So mm-hmm. go to Aquarius Fish Market. Good shit there. So anyway, uh, we're back, and what we're going to talk about for our main topic this week, and not to make it too too much about me because you know as the host that that i don't make everything about me but i I, it's my job to keep the show gently moving forward and as before we started recording we were thinking oh fuck we don't have our guests what can we talk about this week oh and i thought of a a bit of an item that came up yesterday because it was the as most of you people know i live i live in the dumpster behind the madbrook donuts here in clearfield (laughs) And we had our neighborhood quote unquote barbecue this week. And I've I've gone to it every year since we've lived here. So it's like 
it's amazing to me that you go to this barbecue and we set out our lawn chairs because, you know, we're no slouches. We know that food will be served and we got to hurry and fucking get our stuff before the line builds. And mm-hmm. it's we have a pavilion like in the park right behind our house. Like we have one of those fenced fenced off neighborhood. Not fenced off. We're not we're not like in the that big of the burbs. But like I have a fence in the backyard that opens up to a park, which is really nice. And so we get there and. Neighborhood barbecue, I've learned in Utah, is code for the ward get-together. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of cool. There's neighbors that, like, brought out, like, all their AV equipment and everything, and they were doing, like, a, a movie, like, on this giant projector screen in the park. Kind of cool if they didn't work, if they weren't showing a shitty movie. I mean, they were showing <laughs> Charlotte's Web. I mean, how many fucking times do kids need to see Charlotte's Web? But anyway. Boring as shit. Come on, man. No, it's like. Like, really, if the pig wanted to have a message to deliver to the farmer, he should have said, don't slaughter me, written on a spider's butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, have the spider bite the farmer and have him die of necrosis or something, you know. <laughs> well, but, <laughs> yeah, that, that would be another option. Yes. But anyway, sorry, uh, off topic here. So we go to the uh, the pavilion, and as we're sitting there, I get people coming up, because I'm just sitting there in my, my laid-back lawn chair with, like, the, uh, I've got the the recliner lawn chair that like you could put your feet up in and everything. And I'm just sitting there and everybody's coming up to me. Oh, Hey, are you guys new to the neighborhood? And I'm like, no, we've been here for like eight years. We've been here for a, quite a while. And I'm like, oh, we've never seen you around. And my wife chimes in. Yeah. It's cause we don't go to church. <laughs> Bless her for that. One, cause I fucking giggled the whole time. And so when I was standing around uh, and we were talking about things. Me, my wife, and a couple other. Her mom came over, who's a TBM of the the biggest nature because she's a convert. And so I said, you know what? Next year, when we come to this thing, I'm going to wear an atheist shirt. And she kind of recoiled from that because my wife is a very private person. She doesn't want people to know um, any kind of like information about her or family or where she lives or anything like that. And it kind of became this uh, this discussion where I needed to talk to her about the importance I ha- I feel of being out. Because I'm not ashamed of who I am. And it's important for us as atheists within this very theological state for us to be out there for one another. I agree. And so, I mean, I think the, the main argument that stemmed between me and her was that the, the shirt that I was talking about in question... I only have one in my collection right now because I won it from Atheist of Utah. Go, guys. Um, and it says, Atheist, do it like nobody's watching. Yeah. Which is funny as fuck because, I mean, I wore it to Willie's when like, we came out for the coffee that one time. Yeah. But it it is wholly inappropriate for wearing like a, a, like a family-oriented or, barbecue kind of thing. So I, I kind of agree with that there. But. I, next year, I'm going to have something I'm going to wear that's going to signify to people that, yes, I indeed am atheist. I mean, my wife, she can believe whatever she wants and she could disassociate whatever because she's she's afraid of in a neighborhood that's this um, gentrified, you know, that is very, very LDS, that, sh- that if I come out as atheist, like we're going to somehow get vandalized. And I'm what? like, I'm like, why would the Mormons vandalize us? I'm like, A, that goes against their principles. She's like, well, you don't know. You never know. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to live my fucking life in fear of the unknown. Right, exactly. Well, okay, so I kind of have a wholly different experience because growing up, we used to have neighborhood barbecues in our little cul-de-sac that I lived in. 
and the Swedes would bring awesome food. And and the other Catholics in the neighborhood would bring like way expensive wine that's been like aged for like 10 years. And then the other guy, the the loner on the end would bring like house-made beer <laughs> like <laughs> with his Rottweiler that seemed super mean, but so wasn't. She was just a sweetheart. Such a pussy. <laughs> like seriously, this cul-de-sac was like full of just just like this like the best people and nobody was Mormon and everyone was drinking. And then uh, now as an adult, like I go to party, quote unquote, like, you know, like friendly get togethers. And the last one I went to was a cheesemonger party. <laughs> and Ain't no party like a cheesemonger party because the cheesemonger party go crazy. Yeah, oh, no, with, with a board of cheese and charcuterie. Uh, yeah. Tell me you had figs. Tell me no. you had dirty, dirty figs. Oh, we had fig <laughs> jam. And oh, we man. spread that everywhere. No, it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> like, because she had her whole, like, she has, like, an outdoor bar, quote, unquote. Like, but it is a bar, but it's not, like, it's, it's just kind of, like, a little, like, movable one. But it is a bar. Oh, and she invited, bar, then, and her, her assistant, who's now uh, an official cheese monger, came over, and he's a mixologist, so he made a custom drink. For everyone. And we had just this whole thing filled up with cheese and fine salamis. Like the whole thing was covered. We had to like find space and add it to extra tables. And she's like, and that area over there is for you smokers. Now she did set it aside, which is just lovely. But she's like, and I picked the comfortable chairs for you guys. And she had like an ashtray. And like, this is the kind of things I go to the quote unquote friendly get togethers. There's like, the most comfortable area is the smoking area and the rest of it is covered in fine food and everyone bought a bottle of wine or a lovely beer and you would be damned if you saw a liqueur there. Like, like you, you didn't see Red's apple there. No, 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 no. <laughs> you saw local brews, local micro brews and fine wine. These are the kinds of things I go to. So you're talking about like a neighborhood party and I'm like, I don't go to those <laughs> yeah so our neighborhood party was essentially it's so funny that you can make these generalizations after living amongst the the non-gentile of utah that like they have these that's essentially like what we would call in the military a burger burn so like you had hamburgers with the fixings you had shitty hot dogs with buns i mean the buns were just you know sarah lee buns whatever right um and they had the 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 chip buffet and like that was pretty much it for like I mean they had salads and stuff. My wife brought a pasta salad, so but on the other table was the fucking mound of desserts. Don't get it mixed <laughs> up, people. Mormons fucking love dessert. Oh yeah. Yeah. They really fucking love mm-hmm. their dessert. And it's amazing that this is a weird microcosm because I when I moved to Utah as a, a poor Southern kid that just barely got done living in like Idaho for a couple of years and having culture shock of not being in the deep South anymore, coming here to Utah and meeting the Mormons for the first time, like I had no idea what was in tr- what's in store for me. Let, let's put it this way. Growing up, I didn't get ice cream unless it was like a fucking special occasion, like birthdays or something like that. I had no idea that you could just go buy ice cream. And have it for meals, you know, or like having having it after a meal, you know, 
making uh rice crispies just like once a decade kind of thing you know and, okay yeah well that was me growing up too it was like we didn't yeah. have soda in the house soda was for special occasions was diet right <laughs> no we we always had brand name because we've almost never bought it like it was seriously like at parties and yeah, then more it, and then weird. like way more than soda was wine and <laughs> that's the so, kind of uh, people i grew up around <laughs> So it's just it's real interesting that like there's this giant plate of desserts and everything like that. But I I think along with the wearing the yes I'm an atheist or something like that T-shirt, I'm gonna bring a cooler with me that has beer and be like, hey, free beer, you That's know, have one if you want one. Mm -hmm. Because I, like I and my wife was like, well, why would you do that? Most of these people are Mormon. I'm like, yeah, but what about the one family that's not? And that guy that feels be, exactly like, and like those two cup that couple is gonna be like. Oh fuck! He brought beer. Like, oh, I like this. Because guy. I saw, I saw some folks that in the crowd, you know, wouldn't peg me as the the stereotypical Mormons. You know, like I had there was the guy with the hipster beard and the cool like man bun going on. Yeah. And there was this lady that had this full fucking sleeve, a beautiful like full color tattoo, and I'm like, Are you really LDS? And like, like the statistics in this neighborhood say yes, but man, there's got to be some other people in the here that are not. And funny enough, um. On the Atheist of Utah group on Facebook, where most of us lurk, um, <laughs> I saw there was somebody that posted like a picture of the back of their car, and I'm like, "Fuck, I know that sticker because I I've run through the neighborhood quite often, and I see the backs of people's cars quite often." So I'm like, "I know that car," and so I'm like, "You live in Clearfield, don't you?" And like, "Yeah," I'm like you live in like like by Madbrook Donuts, and they're like, "Yeah," I'm like, "Come over and get a beer." Fuck, we need to be a <laughs> That's community. Awesome. I had no. I had no idea that Dan Ellis originally lived like two blocks away from my house. Mm -hmm. Like when he was living here, like I I never drove that way. So I never saw the fucking giant flying spaghetti monster he had hanging out the window. I but he fucking lived in my neighborhood. I don't know what it is, but uh, maybe it's just that I'm kind of cute. I don't know. Uh, I don't <laughs> intimidate people that much with my atheist thing because we have this neighbor and he's he's a delightful gentleman. He really is. He's lovely. Uh, he comes over and I'm talking to him. He goes, well, I just wanted to make sure you got, I talked to your mom, but I, or no, he goes, I talked to your sister because <laughs> the genetics in my family are excellent. <laughs> he goes, I talked to your sister. I'm like, oh, that was my mom. He goes, oh, your mom. I was talking to your mom and she was saying, uh, and I was telling her about the, the family barbecue that's going on. And he goes, and I just want to make sure you've got an official invitation. And I go, oh, thank you. And everybody in this community knows we don't go to church. Everyone knows. Yeah. And he hands me the invitation and it's like old. It's like, like all country Western, but the horses <laughs> are wearing lays and they're like, it's time for a luau, y'all. And I'm like, that is some <laughs> cultural appropriation right there. <laughs> Like that doesn't work. Mm. That that that's not gonna yeah, work. Yeah, the whole thing kind of confused me at first. But anyway, <laughs> he goes, and I just wanted to make sure that you got an invitation. It's right down the street, and I go, oh well, I won't be able to make it. Uh, and he goes, oh, why not? I'm like, I have an event, and we talk a little bit more. Again, lovely gentleman. And he goes, what do you have going on that night? And I go, oh, uh, it's the atheist movie night where I'm I'm in on the board of atheists of Utah, and we're doing a movie night viewing contact. You may have heard me mention this a while back. And uh, he goes, oh, okay. 
And then he still treats me like a person. He's like, well, I hope you guys, I hope the rest of your family can make that out. I understand you can't. Like, he he still treat me like a person. I'm like, this is an all right neighborhood, man. This is an all right place. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and for the the get together that we had at the, the pavilion, I, I mean, shit. I mean, I know it's going to happen no matter what community you live in. But when we were all getting together and like they said, OK, the food's ready. And so the people come up there and like I just got done talking to people. They're like, oh, we live just over here. How long have you been here and where do you work? And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I don't want to give out too much PII. You right. Know, like, yeah. I, Upset. Cause, Upset. No, because <laughs> the fucking job that I do requires that I remain vigilant against that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you guys won't drag it out of me. But, you know, I mean, I might drunkenly tell you every once in a while. But <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding kidding shit's let me hardwired let, me. Let, let me tell you about the boring shit i do <laughs> let me tell you about the fucking computers i look at every night mm-hmm. there's I nothing that goes on there. when i worked for the government i actually had uh even though i was in event planning i actually had some access to some pretty serious information and i i guarded that like, stuff with my let life me, let me tell you my, my dumb emails i have to check all the time mm-hmm. yeah but Potato. i have to check Harmons and I can't so, release any of that information. I mean, your name friendly neighborhood grocer. God damn it! I'm really bad about that. <laughs> this isn't people's so, lives at stake. It's just me. <laughs> like, <laughs> so food was ready, and they bring the trays of hot dogs and hamburgers over, and me like a fucking heathen. I'm I'm up there like a fucking bolt of lightning because I know my kids <laughs> have a have a have a three minute window where like food, yay, food, yay. Okay, I want to go play. You know, <laughs> and so like they bring the food out there. And they they do the whole okay, let's bow our heads and pray. And they had like the bishop or whoever it is, and I'm like, really, you're gonna bless the fucking neighborhood food? This is creepy. Really, let, let let us sustain us and nourish our bodies. But, uh, what I've never understood is why why it's can't you do that before you cook it? Yeah, yeah. Why can't you do that before you cook it? And so I I not only does my wife get kind of offended, I'm like, yeah, get offended, yeah, get pissed off, yeah. I'm like that little the devil on the shoulder going, yeah, you know this is all this is all religious privilege. Get pissed off, get mad. <laughs> so, because my and uh, so when they're doing the whole blessing and everything, I've got my head perked up like a fucking ground squirrel. I'm like, where's the atheist? Where's the atheist? And I'm like looking around the whole crowd, like who's not bowing their head or crossing <laughs> their arms like a dumbass. I'm like, where is he? Where is somebody else in this neighborhood that I can get along with? And I didn't see anybody. I'm like, fuck. Uh, whenever I was at. <laughs> Uh, whenever I was at one of those in my my past life, um, okay, it's still a thing in me. Like every time somebody goes to pray, and I like I try not to, but like I don't know, man, they drilled this into me. I still do the sign of the cross, and yeah, I still know it like perfectly. <laughs> I still Take do the it. Call it and watch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I just did it again. Uh, so I know this side of the cross. So I always cross myself really fast and then slap my hands together. Cause like I, I, I've tried to do the Marmons crossing the arms thing and it just makes me feel weird. So I'm like, <laughs> fuck it, I'll just go back to the praying hands that I always did. I'm like, I don't believe any of this shit, but I oh, always should pray, prayer hands. Do I- do I finish the show with Stephen Lynch or do I do Devo's praying hands? God damn it. Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> <hard. laughs> Devo's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. We got a long time. Oh, this man. Podcast. We got of- Love this show. Uh, uh, so it, I, I once I've realized, you know, of the coming of, you know, the age where, you know, like, you know, everybody else is bowing their heads and praying sincerely. 
you know, the people that are looking up, I was like, you can do that. Once I fucking finally realized I didn't have to play, like pretend anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was pretty, easy. it was pretty fucking easy for me to break. So nowadays I do it just to, like, be like, where are they at? Wait, oh, well, yeah, at? nowadays. Well, okay. where's that? Where's that doubting kid that doesn't want to believe in this shit? <laughs> it's been a long time. That or you, you just, you that, use so. the, you use that opportunity to go get your food. Yeah, just fucking, if I, you I, do if you do it quiet enough, you can get away with getting like all the good food. Well, I'm not <laughs> lying. For anybody else. For those of you that don't have kids in the crowd that are listening to this, you might like think of it as like a, a social faux pas to go up to the the buffet area and pick up like a whole plate of shit that you know like other people people would grab like one maybe two of. <laughs> no, I grab two fucking hamburgers and like five hot dogs. Because Holy I know my kids hell. were not going to go stand in this line. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, oh. I grab like a handful of buns and like I, I dole it out as we get back to wherever we're sitting. But That's like, I know a lot of people are probably looking at me like, oh, my God, this guy must like his meat. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, I love meat. <laughs> yeah, I will suck that shit down all day. <laughs> I will put my mouth around that meat and suck it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Swallow <laughs> hard. Swallow hard. I'm just a sweet transvestite. <laughs> from tra- For transsexual. Sexual. Transylvania. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love Tim Curry. Tim Curry's on We were talking about food and you had to go and make it weird. <laughs> no way, dude. Oh, I, I watched it the other day. <laughs> We just like transition to the next level. You talk about hey there, food. You always go on a dinner and then sex, right? That's how a date goes. <laughs> on the first date, right? Oh, yes. You eat food they and all. then you have sex mm-hmm. on they a first all. date. <laughs> so I do well, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so Felicia, what you doing this weekend? <laughs> just kidding. I'm married. Uh, let's see. That's an inappropriate, wholly inappropriate joke. I apologize for that one. Um, so anyway, the importance of being an out atheist in Utah. Uh, this was just a little microcosm, little event there. And so that that's just one thing that I'm thinking about. But I saw a guy in my anthropology class at Weber State. And this was like when I decided to go back to college at like 33 years old. And it didn't take. But I took an anthropology class and there's a guy wearing an atheist shirt. I'm like, hey, fucking A, dude. Cool that you're wearing this shirt. He's like, yeah, there's more of us than you might think. And I'm like, I didn't ask for social commentary. I'm just giving you a thumbs up on your I T-shirt. See, I say it like I say it in a completely different tone. I'm like, God damn, there are more of us than I ever think. Like, I always like make it where I'm like, you, we are everywhere. Like, I'm inclusive, I guess. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'll shut up. No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. It, in, in this state specifically, especially since the if you can, if you're not of a if you're of an age where you can live on your own, do live on your own. Please be as out as you possibly can, because Seriously. you never know how important it could be to that person that you're nearby. No, it, it actually makes a difference. Um, Actually, recently on my trip to Vermont with the other cheesemongers, uh, my roommate, she was like, I was so so excited when we were going to room to room together because I heard you were an atheist. I'm like, yeah, I am. She goes, I'm one too. I thought I was going to be the only one. That's how important <laughs> this is. She felt, and it was so funny because it was, it, it was kind of a guess. Uh, I mean, it wasn't random. We were selected to be together, but it was kind of a guess that we were going to be together. Yeah. Uh, they just thought that we'd get along, which we did very well, but it wasn't because of that. Uh, it was just, 
she was just like, I'm an atheist too. I'm so excited. And, you know, her and I stayed up late drinking wine together and shit. It was a great time. Like, <laughs> but yeah, we, we could connect together and it, it was, it was really, really fantastic. And, and it, it's those moments where you sit down at a table and you mention you're an atheist. Not, I'm not saying like, be like, and I'm an atheist. Like, how do you know you're, there's somebody's an atheist. Don't worry. They'll tell you. That's not what I'm talking yeah. <laughs> about. I'm saying that if it comes up, it matters to people for you to be open because there are more of them than you think. Do you know how many times I've come across people who are they're like, you're an atheist? How do I get involved? Do you know how many times <laughs> I've run into that? They're like, there's an atheist of Utah? That's so cool. I run into yeah, that see, all I, the time. And it means I didn't get involved with the with the Atheist of Utah group until fuck like a year and a half ago. I did not realize it was even a thing. And then I found the group and I'm like, yay! I, I know, found, right? Like, you know. Yeah. I, so. I, I remember I remember when you joined the group. You're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. I don't know. What did you think? What? When you joined the group? Yeah. I, was it just like, I already knew this. <laughs> no, I, I was more surprised that you hadn't already. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, considering some of the shit we would talk about previously, yeah, yeah it should be no surprise. <laughs> you know, Kyle and I used to do a podcast together quite uh, a couple of years ago. It's really offensive. You, don't go search it out. I don't even think I have the episodes available online anymore, but we're going to bring it back one of these days. <laughs> but uh, let's see. So if you can be out, please be out because it, it, it means the world to everybody else. I mean, you're supporting and, everyone else who's afraid of coming out, for, afraid that they're going to lose everything, that there will be no sense of community. You're supporting all those people who are afraid that they're going to be demonized and treated like lesser. They're afraid of losing their job. If you can come out and you are unafraid of it, which is good. If, if you if you feel like you can be unafraid, be unafraid. But you are supporting those people who are afraid and you are making a better world for them to come out. And, you know, so, most People don't care. No, nah, most people sure. don't care. People don't really, I nope. I ran into it in fucking Nebraska. Yeah, most people yeah. don't. Care. I was I was at a as we were driving across the country, we were getting gas. Stopped at a gas station in the middle of fucking the doldrums of the United States, in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Getting gas, and we walking back out to get back in the car after you know bringing the kids in to go to the bathroom and get another couple bags of chips because you need something dorito does yeah pretty much you need something when you're driving yeah don't yeah. say there's nothing to do, to do in, in the, the doldrums thank you someone else <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> but we're, we're walking back out and there's this guy and i want to say he was wearing overalls um but i i don't think so but he, he definitely had like a straw hat on. Standing behind our car, staring what you mean up there, my dad, staring, at, staring at the back of our car. And mm -hmm. we get about five steps away. He looks up at us and goes, just points at the back of our car. And says, First thing out of his mouth is, What you think of Obama? Oh boy. <laughs> uh, uh, and you know before we could even respond because like, i was looking at the back of your car and i saw your sticker which uh you know says the uh one of millions living happily without religion 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I saw that and I was thinking, because, you know, what do you think of what do you think of Obama? Cause, what do you think about that there, Obama? Because I don't think he's a Christian. I'm curious about what you think. Uh, it starts out kind of confrontational, but it actually turned into a fairly, a fairly decent interaction where he pretty much super awkward conversation. Well, it was though. super <laughs> awkward, especially at a gas station. <laughs> but really, all he said was, "You know, I used to like him." It was he said, "Yeah, I used to like him." Now and then he said some things that I don't quite agree with and made me think, yeah, he's probably not a Christian. But, you know, I saw your sticker and so I was just curious what you thought. <laughs> he and, was just simply like, so and, you, you're you outside of this perspective and I'd like to hear what you think. Yeah. So, and, like, it, it sounded confrontational and awkward at first, but in reality, he did want to hear what you had to think. You had to say. Yeah. He wasn't challenging you. He wanted to know. No, not at all. And when we said, "Mm, no, yeah, we like him. Yeah, we think think he's doing an okay job. We think he's an okay guy. He's like, okay, cool. He's just like, I just wanted to know. It's like, here's what I think. And we're like, okay, Okay. cool. It's like, okay, you have an opinion. You formed an opinion. Good for you. We have an opinion. Good for us. Everybody's happy. (laughs) Yay. It, it, I don't yeah. need to kill It wasn't a big this. deal. It was like really, really weird, but it was also kind of cool because it wasn't a big deal. Right. It made me happy. He was just genuinely curious because he's not exposed to people who are openly atheist mm-hmm. or without religion. And he wanted yeah. to know. Yeah. He wasn't really necessarily looking to change your mind. He was going to voice his opinion, which is fine. But he wanted, he genuinely wanted to know. He doesn't come across this, and that's cool. Um, one of my dear friends is a Christian, and I told her that I was on the radio here recently, and she said, oh, I'd love to hear it. And I told her, you don't want to listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, and she's like, I probably don't. But I told her I was on the radio, you know, no curse saying nothing terrible. And she's like, oh, I'd love to hear it. So I gave her the link, and she said, well, you know, that helps me understand you just a little bit better. That's all. She She's mm-hmm. never tried to convert me to Christianity. She's been just nothing but a good, kind person in my life. And I've told her, you know, I don't believe you're doing any of that because of God. I think that you're just a good person. Like, And that, and that's as far as it goes. And she goes, well, when I think you're doing good, I think God's working through you. And I go, oh, no. But love you anyway, <laughs> sister. Love you anyway. Okay. So unfortunately, that brings us to our last little features that we have to do before we send you on your way. Um, let's let's go with uh, highs and lows, or you know, stranger in strange land, whatever you want to talk about. I'm gonna go with high and low. My low point this week was having my dad on Facebook, who I haven't come out to him yet, but I strongly suggest that he probably already knows because I mean, fuck, I don't keep it secret. I just don't broadcast it as much on my personal page. I have my own uh. Facebook.com slash Exifer is a meanie <laughs> where I do all of the firebrand atheism stuff because, you know, I have a lot of, you know, very Southern family that is very rooted in God. And I'm not like I'm not going to be shying away from, you know, being atheist around him, but I'm just not going to post the the really offensive shit. To, well, mostly to that. because you just don't have the energy to deal with it. Yeah, that's that's the main case right there because I mean I'd be like, how I dare you say that about Mark Gowler for the same reason? And so, um, 
my dad posted he's he's new to the Facebook, but he's been around like on the Internet for a long time. I mean, he does IT work, but he posted something on Facebook about how, you know, Germany got gun control. Millions of people died in genocide. Russia got gun control. Millions of people died in genocide. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking like this really long, stupid ass far right wing story about this stuff. And like I, I fact checked him. I'm like, Australia, mm-hmm. like Japan, mm-hmm. Canada. Mm-hmm. I'm like, list, please list the genocides that have happened in these countries. They haven't. And he, he didn't come back with anything until I saw him earlier tonight. And he's like, I saw your Facebook post. And I'm like, OK. And and he's he's like, well, I, I see where you're coming from. I'm like, no, let's talk about this, because, like, I don't get to see him that often. So mm-hmm. I, I want to have mm-hmm. an honest mm-hmm. debate with the guy. Mm-hmm. And so did I don't know if I ever told you guys, but my dad was like two steps away from becoming a white supremacist when we were living in Idaho, because he was the tinfoil hat wearing you know clinton's coming for all of our guns ruby ridge supporting fucking you know it was really fucking like hairy there for a little while um but he thinks that you know the government should not infringe on anybody's right to own any kind of gun at any time oh boy yeah and so i said well doesn't it make you feel a bit odd that you don't have like to drive a car which has more purposes than killing people or shooting or, you know, like damaging things, you know, it ferries you from one point to the other that you have to have a license and you have to have uh, insurance on it. He's like, no, I don't think, I don't think you should have to do that for having a gun. I'm like, you don't think somebody should have to take classes on how to use it, pass a test to you to have it, you know, kind of thing. I do. Like, I do. He's like, he's like, no, because that means the government knows that you have that gun. I'm like, the government shouldn't know that you have a weapon of some sort. And he's like, no, they should not know. And I'm like, well, I fucking wholly disagree with you. And so, like, we had this weird, like, standoff conversation. It was just, like, really fucking weird. And that's when I realized that, like, the the dude that I grew up with, the guy that first taught me how to reason and think logically and stuff, you know, the guy that turned me on to Star Trek, the guy that turned me on to Cosmos, who is now this right-wing mouthpiece. And it fucking, I mean, diminished already what the, what left I have of my dad from my eyes, you know, I mean, being a dad yourself, you kind of realize it's kind of a shit job because you, you know, you're the one that's in today's gender roles and specificity that you're the disciplinarian usually. And so usually mothers get the most venerated position and the dads are the disciplinarians. So, and so what, what good image I had left of the guy was tarnished even more by this, you know non-critical thinking non-logical way of thinking and it just like goes makes me just wonder like really like what other what other stupid bullshit do you hold on to yeah and so that's kind of a down point for my life or for my life not for my life but for my day i should say because it's been a good fucking weekend i mean i took the kids to lagoon this weekend they had a good time and we uh we did the stupid lagoon uh get the old timey pictures made. Oh, I love doing that. I don't care what anyone so, says. It's fun. Seeing my my two my twins dressed up as like little little ladies of the night at the saloon. Uh. <laughs> my oldest dressed up as like some sort of cowgirl holding this long rifle. Fucking great. Nice. Because it it's just I mean, they have no fucking clue what's going on, but just most of us are just like chuckling because it's funny as hell. But anyway, that's my high and low for the week. What do you guys got? Um my high and low are the same thing. Um, so for the, you were there? I'm just kidding. Sorry. For the 
Uh, so for the third week in a row, corporate came and looked at my island, and I, I'm not going to lie, that's fucking exhausting. Three weeks in a row of this shit. Uh, and I didn't get I didn't get where I needed to be on time. Um, I, I, my mold situ- The mold situation from before I got there, like, they threw away, I'm not joking, thousands of dollars of cheese because of mold, because it was contaminated. Um, because of laziness or uncleanliness or just... A myriad of factors. Um, was it your derp for any of it? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> for all of that. Um, I still wish Carrie could have named names. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, you, you know what? Uh, the mold situation is non-existent now. Uh, other than cheeses that love to mold, like Emmentaler, which is a traditional Swiss. It's it's high acidity and it's high moisture. Molds like. So it molds, but we love our microorganisms. Yes. And and actually mold does not mean a spoiled cheese. It just doesn't look pretty. And, you know, my job is to make it look pretty. Um, but there are a lot of times, but mold can eventually spoil a cheese. And if you have too much of it permeating too many cheeses, you got a problem, right? Uh, it's not a problem anymore. Seriously. It's not bad. Like, Everything's beautiful. Everything is tight. Everything is lovely. Um, but I just didn't have enough of it cut because I got a big island and hold on. Uh, 56 hours a week is not enough time to run basically an entire cheese shop. The kind of inventory we have is something you would find in a specialty cheese shop anywhere else. And 56 hours a week doing it isn't enough. It's just not. And I've expressed this. Uh, so they came and they looked at my island and they said that everything looked beautiful, but I didn't have enough out. And I was feeling really down on myself. I was having a really bad day. I was, I tried so hard. I just pushed everything I had to get this up to snuff and I couldn't do it. Um, so they decided that I need more labor. So instead of giving me a hard time, instead of me getting in trouble for anything, they have decided that I'm getting more time from my assistant and everything on my island. So So that was my high moment where uh, we get to dedicate more time to what I do. And I love what I do. So Thank goodness for the cheesemongers. Blessed are the cheesemakers. Mm-hmm. I actually only make That's mozzarella. That's all. I- that was a Life of Brian reference, I think. <laughs> Cheese is like, the best. Shut up, that big nose. I wasn't picking my nose. Sorry. Kyle, what do you got, man? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> lots. <laughs> oh, yeah, because this week was kind of mm-hmm. shitty. Um, we'll I'll narrow it down. Uh, so, high and low point. Uh, hooray for unions. We'll say that because oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have uh, we have Salt Lake Comic Con coming up this uh, next weekend, which I will be uh, participating living in. There. I will, I'll be living <laughs> there. Yes. Uh, Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Uh, if you want to come see me. I'll be on the uh, Daredevil panel on Thursday night, 6 p.m. Uh, on Friday night, I'll be on the film critics panel, which is titled "Your Opinion Sucks." 
that's gonna be that's gonna be a really fun one. And then uh, Saturday morning ish, eleven a.m. Uh, I will be talking about Doctor Who and violence. Ugh, those morning panels fucking suck. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> eleven a.m., so it's not really morning. It's still oh, kind of, eleven a.m. is lovely. It's, it's, it's geek a.m. though. They yeah, yeah, but it's it's a convention, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Eleven a.m. is is good. You're hitting a good stride at that point. Um. It'll be there all three days, um, but I had to kind of fight to get time off, um, and in that fight, I had to call in my my union rep to, you know, push for the fact that I had requested this time quite far in advance. Well, yeah, like yeah, like, that's like, like nine months ahead yeah, of time, like right? In, in January, I said, "Hey, there's going to be a convention." I'm, pretty sure I'm going to be involved. So I'm going to go ahead and request that now. So you can't say no if you didn't deny it within a month of requesting it in January. So I had to fight for that. So yes, hooray for unions. Um, boo for actually having to go that far. Yeah. Fuck your job. Fuck the job for having you. Make yeah. You do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm also going to say boo on having like no free time for the next week. <laughs> With, yeah. Nothing, nothing quite like staring down the barrel of having no wiggle room at all for Mm-mm. time. Nope. <laughs> like for a whole week's worth of time, you're like, fuck, I'm going to be busy this nope. whole week. Nope. Three, three film, uh, three film screenings in a row. And then a convention. Oh, all right. Yeah. Then. I don't, I don't get a day off until sun until next Sunday. Just a time to do the show. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, just time to do the show. <laughs> I will be a complete zombie. Um, if we want to talk about movies real quick. Yes, please. Go for yes, it. this this week we have uh, opening uh, Scorch Trails, which is the sequel to Maze Runner. Uh, oh, I was actually looking yeah. forward to this. I was actually oh, surprised, I... presently surprised by Maze Runner. Like, not like I wish I'd saw it in the theaters. I was like, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah, no, I, it was, I, I didn't get to see Scorch Trails, but, uh, our, uh, our critic, my, my critic partner, Your Caitlin, yeah. yes, um, she was not pleased at all with this movie. Yeah, but Caitlin's not, not really pleased by much these days. <laughs> no, I kid. She's got, I kid. She's, she's got, she's got high, she's got high standards, but that's good. That's not a bad thing. Um. But yeah, she said it was even worse than the first one. Uh, if you like, yeah, the, the first, first one, one wasn't like great or anything. Yeah, it's young adult. I mean, it's, you shouldn't expect yeah, a lot out of it's it. It's young. It's young adult. It's really, really it low on It was better than plot. I expected. It was better than I expected, and I had fun watching it. Would I chalk it up to one of my favorites? Was it Mad Max? No, not even close. Not even comparable. Fuck, that reminds me. I need but to buy that. You know what? Movie. It was like. <laughs> It was like, oh yeah, I remember that. That was fun. I'd watch the second one. Yeah, from from what I from what I gathered, talking to her about it, it was really uh, a case of nobody had any clue what's going on. If you hadn't already uh-huh. read the book, it just oh, didn't make dear. sense at all. Yeah, I haven't read the books. I don't yeah. care to read the books. Yeah, but we also have oh, that opened this week, Black Mass. Which is Johnny Depp. The Johnny Depp actually doing a serious yes, role. Yes, Johnny a Depp did a serious role. Johnny Depp playing um, Whitey Bulger. 
Oh, that's right. And oh my god, this movie was really good. This wasn't like backed by Scorsese or anybody, was it? No, no, no. But it's <laughs> usually it most have, of the gangster films. It could have very well <laughs> been a Scorsese film. It was that good. Wow. It was really creepy. It was really violent. It was Ooh, good. It was good. This was a very good movie. Black uh, Mass, you say? Mm-hmm. Black Mass. Go see that. Uh, Everest, uh, which opened this week, last week, in IMAX only. And next week it opens up in regular 2D. If you don't want to go see the IMAX 3D of people climbing Mount Everest. Which I have to love, um, as we were talking about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caitlin's line uh, byline for the for the article that she wrote for the, for the review of this one. Yep. Everest is watching people walk to their deaths. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> it was a. Yeah, that really, sounds really, like Everest. Yeah, it was yeah. a really beautiful film, but you, you're stuck and you're ultimately a little sad watching. You know, these were real people that yeah. really died, and you're watching that. And you're still stuck sitting there going, why are people climbing a mountain that has what is officially called a death zone? Why, <laughs> why, do, do, why do you do that? I, I don't know. But it was really, really pretty. <laughs> I, I've kind of got that crazy streak. I'd do it. I don't know. It was really good. It was a good movie. It was really pretty to watch. Beautifully filmed. Uh, also opening this week was Grandma. Which is the Lily Tomlin movie? I fucking love Lily Tomlin. Um, Always have, and that's another. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't screened, but uh, Caitlin got to see it. Uh, she said it was really good, really poignant, really funny. Whether it be All of Me, Ponyo, mm-hmm. or The Incredible Shrinking Woman, I fucking love that lady. Lily Tomlin's fantastic. Uh, if you want to know more, you can catch all of our reviews on WatchPlayRead.com. Which is part of the Pothill family. Yay. Yeah. Um, and coming up next week, we have uh, The Intern, which is the uh, new Robert De Niro comedy. And, oh. and Hotel Transylvania 2. Uh, now, Hotel... Which will get my money, regardless it, of how it, good it, or it probably bad it will. is. Hotel Transylvania 2, unfortunately, is not screening here in this market. So I don't get to see that. I just keep telling myself I'm doing it to support Andy Samberg, yeah. not anybody else. <laughs> yeah, but I will. I will be able to let you know how how good or or not good the intern is. Yeah. So a um, little bit of a schedule update for everybody that might be wondering who we might have as guests coming up. I didn't specify who it was that we missed tonight because in the in the future I would hope that they would want to come on again. <sighs> So sad they didn't make it tonight. But anyway, uh, next week we have confirmed we have Ryan Duffy from the the Godless Revolution coming to join us, who has been busy doing some video shoots, which might be interesting for you guys to hear about. Uh, Coming up the week after that, we tentatively have Richie T. Stedman set up on the show. You know, everybody's favorite ginger Mormon from uh, from Radio from Hell. Toothless ginger Mormon. I'm very excited. I'm really, really excited about that one. I he has he has jumped into the um the hen house a couple of times you know he's the fox in the hen house when he showed up on dogma debate so it'll be interesting to share the company with him and maybe maybe hopefully we can get us get one of us at least maybe all three of us onto his cultural whole podcast which would be fun that'd be fun 
Uh, and then the week after that, we have Lee George Cade from Geek Show coming on the show. Lesus, spirit, the spiritual master of the Geek Show tribe, will be really interesting to see. We have uh, Sarah Kramer coming up. We have, uh, let's see, we have a couple. I think we were going to do October as the theist month, but I think we're going to switch that to November because I want to be I want to be available for each one of those. But we have a. Um, we have our treasurer for the Atheist of Utah board coming on on October 25th, Matt. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to bitch out on his name because. Shuhaida. Shuhaida. There you go. Has a J in there, fuckers. Yeah, I know. You would not think it's spelled that. It sounds like that. But yes, it's Shuhaida. Yeah. And it's not even S-H. It's S-U-H. But it's Shuhaida. Yeah. But totally great guy. I've, I've drank with him many a times and he's caressed my skin. I love the guy. Great fucking dude. Anyway, um, that does it for the, us this episode. Uh, we're going to send you out with either a Devo song or a Stephen Lynch song. I haven't figured it out yet, and I will totally know here in a minute as I do the editing, and you guys will know immediately. So anyway, been a good week. We hope to catch you again next week with another episode. Email, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that shit. You owe at podhell.com specifically to get in touch with any one of us. We, we will respond to you because yes. we fucking love getting feedback. Yes, you do. Anyway. It's been a good week, and as far as I'm concerned, you're welcome. Bon nuit. Deep in prayer, my cross to bear, I kneel upon the floor. Temptations of a Catholic priest aren't easy to ignore. But I cannot control myself. It rips my soul apart For one small sheep among my flock Has stole this shepherd's heart Altar boy, altar boy Confess your sins to me You will find the grace of God Inside my rectory Sunday Mass or Bible class, I catch him in my view. So I close my eyes, but there he lies, spread eagle on the pew. Yeah, when I see him in that frock, my conscience goes awry. I'll give him some communion wine that's spiked with Spanish fly. Altar boy, altar boy. Is it gonna be heaven or hell? You can play my organ all night long If you promise never to Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name I could dress him up like the Pope and then I'd Oh dear God, the shame Oh no, lead us not into temptation Deliver us from sin We could pretend that he was Jesus Christ And I was Mary Magdalene Altar boy, altar boy Confess your sins to me You will find the grace of God Inside my rectory Boy, oh, altar boy, confess your sins to me. You will find the grace of God in.
You guys want to hear a couple of funny jokes that I just heard? Uh, yes. What's black and sits at the top of a staircase? A cat. A paraplegic after a house fire. (laughs) (laughs) Broccoli is a lot like butt sex. If you're forced to have it as a child, you probably won't enjoy it as much as an adult. (laughs) Oh, God. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Why would Jesus walk kind of funny on water after partying with his disciples? Because he always turned the other cheek with 12 dudes. <laughs> Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. People say treat yourself like you need a reason, but McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee, get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.